Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 16. We're coming to you from the Stude at 258 Studios in Scranton. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I'm Lauren Carlico. I am the content and commercial strategist at Lavelle Strategy Group. <laughs> Why was that funny? Because it just reminded me of like the sweaty balls skit from... I'm Mark. <laughs> And he has yeah, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to talk. I don't. Okay. I can't follow that one up. You're all right. I am the. And does does Jimmy want to? Jimmy's gone, man. Oh, Jimmy just left. <laughs> Jimmy's still he working. Can, he can, He's still he working can. from last week. So. Oh, okay. So he can give a shit about us. Is that what you're trying to say? No, Jimmy's Jimmy's nah, uh, Jimmy's trying to give a shit about something else. So. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so, uh, we're here with, uh, improv, improv comedy group. Uh, here we are in Spain, uh, but they're from Scranton, which is really misleading. Uh, they will be uh, here to talk about, uh, improv and comedy. And I think they said something about AIDS in there somewhere. So we'll probably talk about that as well. Um, like financial. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know what what you were thinking. No, I mean, with, you know, yeah. Netanyahu addressing Congress yesterday, I think. Sure. That's what they were talking about. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, uh, we had an incredible Friday night uh, on the site with the, uh, the Midwinter Showcase at the Woodlands. Uh, that went extremely well. Um, I, I've, I had a blast. And uh, the thing that we did was we, we kind of uh, did a mixed bill of uh, different types of artists. We had uh, musicians, we had poets, we had comedians, uh, we had a magician, we had everything. And um, people told us, uh, including people uh, connected to, uh, to the event, that uh, it wasn't going to work, that it wasn't going to be successful, um, that we shouldn't really? even try. Yeah, that we shouldn't even try. Um, and uh, why were we doing something like this? And uh, you so know, they were I, giving you shit from the start. Yeah, even before when it was still in the conceptual stage, uh, when we were. But uh, this is like this is like the Tuesday night thing that you guys do ritually. It's the uh, the progression of that. Yeah, essentially, what we did was um, we we have an audience vote at the end of uh, every open mic night that we do there on Tuesdays. And then uh, when they uh, they pick the winners, then we invite the winners to do a showcase show at the end. So uh, so all the winners kind of uh, like the grand finale, like the yeah, basically. And uh, so they all pre-sold tickets, and uh, we actually had a lot of people at the door as well because uh, you know people are they don't know if they're going to go or not because of course the weather and things like that. But thankfully the weather held out; we didn't have snow. And uh, it it's uh, the turnout was great. I mean, we 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 were in the grand ballroom area, and uh, and we packed it. I mean, every seat was full. There were people standing in the back. Yeah, I saw photos. Yeah, I, it, I'm sorry. I was in the midst of a of literally a 48 hour work bender. No, I know everybody here was uh, way way involved in uh, putting together a, a movie called Nine Line that uh, I'm I'm actually very interested in seeing. But um, oh yeah. Although you you already did ruin the ending <laughs> for me, so yeah, they meet the wizard and go back to Kansas. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you can't win them all. The boat sinks. No. <laughs> Who is Kaiser Jose? So the the event right, went so really this, really well. This, so you have yep. this like lead up to this this big event. Yep. that You guys worked your asses off towards, mm -hmm. and then. 
And well, we're going to switch the uh, the open mics uh, to Mondays uh, going forward because we have a brand new event that uh, I, I guess no, 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 I can almost announce. No, no, we're I almost do it. it. We're very close. No, we're very close. It. Okay. Well, I'm it's not teasing. Gonna... All it's right. Like porn. Yeah, yeah. We're we're still teasing it on the website, but uh, we have uh, a new event coming up uh, in a different area it's on gonna Tuesdays. Be awesome. So I figured, okay, so we're doing this Tuesday event. Now we have to move the open mics to Mondays, and uh, now we're we're probably looking at a venue change at this point. So uh, that's an unfortunate. From the from the woodlands, venue? yeah, we're probably gonna uh, change the venue to to somewhere else, and we I might not even host it actually because I might focus on hosting this on Tuesdays, and then have uh, some of the friends that we've made at the showcase show and and through the open mics, uh, you know, do the the Monday nights or maybe Wednesday nights at a different venue uh, to keep the open mic thing going. So is it just not? The venue, well, I'm trying to delicately, <laughs> per, you know. So was it that they weren't supportive? Uh, yeah, you could say that. You could say that uh, there there wasn't a lot of support there. And I mean, the thing that people don't understand is in 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 relationships with such as like NEPA scene and some sort of venue that there has to be some sort of synergy. Right. And well, you know, it, we, were, we were putting a lot of work into it and we were doing a lot of the heavy lifting and, uh, you know, we didn't see that coming from the other side. And that's unfortunate because, uh, you know, we ended up, I think, defying a lot of people's expectations and uh, putting together an event that uh, I don't know if it could have been pulled off by uh, some other uh, local media. Uh, so I'm 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 excited that uh, we were able to do it, and you know we didn't take out any ads either. This wasn't like it was well publicized in local papers or radio or anything like that. It was all DIY. It was all social media. It was all word, uh, of, word of mouth. Word of mouth. You know that sort of thing. And we we obviously got people to go. So, I mean, is that disappointing to you, or is that? Uh, well, not, you know, I'm looking at Friday as like, uh, it was a, it was a big win, not only for independent media, but for local artists in general, who have been told how many times that you need a national oper, that you're not good enough, that we need to get somebody from out of the area to come in and open for you guys to, you know, and you guys can prop them up, you know? Yeah, but like, you guys did this all with local people. It yeah. It wasn't like... And there, there was no, like, they, they weren't the kind of names that like, uh, you know, you see on posters everywhere you see in radio ads and things like that they're all great they're all great performers uh but generally a lot of people were like well who is this guy who's this guy and but isn't that the point that is the point you know that the whole point is to uh to expose people to everything that's going on around here and give and maybe some of the talent chance. that nobody knew was yeah, out there exactly exactly so uh so i mean you know and you got minimums and you got minimum support yeah, well, you know, just from a lot of different people, and that sucks. Uh, but I mean, a lot of the people behind the scenes, the producers of the event, and uh, the the performers themselves were incredibly supportive. I mean, they kind of we we kind of built like a little mini scene just in that, you know, just those those people in general because they all come and support each other now. You know, you see like comedians who never went to uh, you know a local band show now all of a sudden are going to those shows and vice versa. You know, I mean, yeah, we had a lot of your guys. Um, a lot of the comedians come to uh, Buddy Wakefield, which, right? Which exactly. is what I, which I, I turned around and I'm like, I've seen photos of you, right? And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So that I, but that's, but that's all because of starting that. 
Right. It's all because of the the uh, the, the open mic and and NEPA scene and getting these guys out there. We I mean we have uh, uh, we did we just we had a story over the weekend on uh, the MC uh, Dan Hopple, who's a really funny guy, and uh, we We're have gonna have him on right. Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, and I we I have some... I, we have a story coming up uh, 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 early tomorrow morning on uh, uh, Sergio Marzatelli, who uh, was also another performer there. Uh, he's actually opening for Gilbert Godfrey on Friday at the Hilton. So uh, we, we I hope he's loud. We did talk to Gilbert <laughs> as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. So we'll have we'll have a, a thing on Gilbert. Did you talk to well. him? I did. What on the phone? Yeah, I've I've actually interviewed him a, a couple times before. Is it really weird to hear the voice of the parrot from Aladdin on the other side of the? No, it's actually even weirder because you don't hear the voice from Aladdin. If he he asks you the first thing that he asks you is he says, "Does this uh, is this going to go? Uh, this interview is it going to go online or you know?" I said, and you know, if it's just for my notes, I said, "Well, no, you know, I'm just going to listen to it back and type it out." And so he'll go, okay. And then he just talks normally. He's just an old Jewish man. Then that's, <laughs> that's it. There's no, he doesn't do the, the voice and the shtick and everything like that. He just does his normal voice. But if he knows it's going to be online and stuff, he does the whole thing. So oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, he completely sounds normal. So he turns it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's still so just weird. as funny, you know, like he's still he's he's very quick and uh, the one liners and everything like that. And, and he's very self-deprecating. He's exactly the, the same person, but he just he turns it up a notch when he's on. So like at the beginning, is he the voice of the Aladdin? And then when you're like, no, 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 I'm just going to write it. And he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Yeah. No, he's he's a super, he's a super cool guy, though. And very, very funny. Well, I'm happy your event went well, and it's shitty that you know. Yeah, it, they do what they do, and they did what they did. But well, yeah, I mean, you know, certain people I think have a certain reputation in the area for not working well with artists, and it sucks because uh, you know th there could be so much more done there. But if that's going to be the case, then you know uh, we got to move on and do something else. So. Uh, really what I'm looking forward to is the event that we're going to announce. I think it's going to be big, even bigger than, uh, the one we have been doing. Oh, me too. And I don't think you fell off the horse, man. I think you just changed horses. Well, that's, yeah, that's how I'm looking at it, you know, cause, uh, it, it was, it was kind of, it wasn't, it, it wasn't just one side or the other. It was kind of a mutual decision. So, <laughs> well, good for you. All right. I'm done. So I'm, I'm done verbally filleting you. So okay. what's, what's next? All right. Well, let's, uh, I don't know. Let's, let's verbally <laughs> fillet these gentlemen who uh, have come on our show. I mean, it's... guys, I brought chapstick. So All right. We're good. Whatever you need. <laughs> So uh, these guys are, uh, here we are in Spain. Let's go around and uh, you can all introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Britt. That was so fast. Are you sober? <laughs> Look, John Mayer won't give you the microphone back. Even just to have a conversation with me, he's like, you're done. You had two words and that's all he's given you. Britt's last name is Giblin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Don McGlynn. Rob Klubeck. I'm Jonathan Mayer. I'm Patrick Martin. Well, you guys are very eloquent when you say. Oh, I know. I know there's a lot of ladies listening. So. <laughs> this isn't even my real voice. <laughs> oh, you're like Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. You know, it's actually much sexier, but he's turning it down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want them all calling me. We, I just want to mention too, uh, Baxter Pancake is also in our group. He's just not here tonight. He has a life, apparently. So, <laughs> is that a real name? 
Uh, you'd have to ask him about that. <laughs> That's what he goes by. You'd have to ask him about that. Baxter yep. Pancake. Baxter Pancake, yep. Like IHOP. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, I'm just checking, man. <laughs> I, 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 I don't give people shit. I'm just, I'm just curious on like, I'm usually the guy going like, and that's on your birth certificate? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Baxter. I think name. he changed it. Wait, changed you're focused name. on Baxter? Yeah, I like that. So, yeah. I'm focused on Pancake. It's a family name. Don't give me yeah. shit. It goes, I'm, dude, I'm, all right, you know. Culturally, ignorant. from the Eastern European 13th century pancakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so tell us about yourselves. Uh, how long have you guys been been doing this? What do you do? Well, <laughs> we uh, we're an improv comedy group, which means when you come to our show, we just make up everything we do and try to make you laugh. Uh, <laughs> that's all it means. So you're uh, lazy. We, yeah, we're really <laughs> extremely lazy. Yeah, very, very In fact, lazy. Baxter doesn't have a life. He's just taking a nap. Um, <laughs> so I'm playing but, Destiny. Yeah. So it, it's just like whose line is it anyway? Basically, the audience yells out suggestions. And we just do scenes based on those suggestions. Uh, we've been together since 2007. Uh, but Rob and John are the fairly new people in the group. Yeah, so. I came in about 2010, I think, yeah. So, um, not came, like, I, I, I've came before that, like, ma like you know, masturbating. But, uh, At home. But, yeah, well, not you like know. like a package. But, like, not like, but, I mean, I came into the group in 2010. Um, but, uh, I'm really <laughs> glad you didn't wait that long. Yeah. <laughs> but if I, we're going dirty, let's go dirty quick. Yeah, why not? <laughs> but I also did want to mention, in addition to the, the, the short form uh, improv, which is, like, whose line is it anyway, like Pat was talking about, we do that, but then we also do uh, long form uh, as well, which is, like, stuff you would similar to stuff you'd see at like upright citizens brigades stuff like that in um uh, in uh, uh you know new york or chicago um uh, so we we do, we do both we do a nice nice mix of both but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's it <laughs> somebody else could talk tell tell me more about masturbating masturbating is when <laughs> mark. a man mark it's when a man well, or a woman, but like, you know, I mean, like, you know, a man or a woman, I don't really know much about the woman side of it. It's when a man becomes, turns 13. <laughs> it's when, it's when a man turns 13 and his friends sleep over his house and they're like, oh, did you ever jerk off before? And you're like, no. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, I, I tried it, you know? And he's like, and like, so you and your friends sit there and you, and you jerk off and like, you're worried that you can't, you, like you think you're, you think you're not old enough to come, but then like, but then, but then you put on uh, country music television and you do it with two hands like your friend told you to and then it feels like your dick's gonna explode and your Notre Dame boxer shorts have jizz all over them and it's awesome and you haven't stopped since I mean that's just what you know what's what that's what I've heard this is this is when the, the two women in the audience have turned off <laughs> ladies don't go don't they go. actually they actually canceled their subscription to country music television <laughs> that like, was specific country music television was specific Rob yeah did that really Toby happen Keith. it's okay though because I don't have like HIV or anything like it was clean cum like uh, I mean oh not me I mean the person in the story is HIV free which nothing wrong with having HIV you know I, my heart goes out to you know I'm glad the treatment's gotten better for people and you know <laughs> I wish them the best I do like to joke about AIDS but it's a very serious topic I know anyone who actually has it you know it's not funny but I do like to joke about it 
again, no disrespect to them, because I will be joking about it later. <laughs> Is, how 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 early are we into the interview? Like, how long have we been going on? Seventeen minutes and six seconds. Yeah, this is like. The and don't opening. you feel like you know him? Don't. <laughs> like, Look, was that improv? I feel like we bonded. No, that was real. No. That's just him. That's just him talking. Very That's the thing real. about this whole group. None of it is made up. All of it's fucking true. That's pretty so, true. That's yeah. pretty accurate. Actually. Did you get a new pair of Notre Dame boxer shorts? or I just washed them. Uh, I, and the funny thing is, I don't even no. like Notre Dame. I had all different... Not, I mean, again, the, the character in the story didn't... Uh, <laughs> didn't even like Notre Dame. He had all different kind of, he had like a bunch of different teams. He just happened to be wearing those that night. Uh, but no, no you just wash them. I, I, I imagine. <laughs> that is not what happened. Sir, you absolutely terrify me. <laughs> you know, if I had a nickel for every time a woman said that to Rob. You'd have a shitload of nickels. Oh yeah. my God. I'd have at least $3. <laughs> at least. <laughs> but all that really happened to that character in the story is he uh, changed his teams to Florida State and Duke. <laughs> That's no, that character liked Florida State and Duke at that time. He yeah. just had a variety, a wide variety of boxer shorts. <laughs> if that character liked Florida State, he'd have no reason to masturbate. <laughs> they were good that year. They won the national title. Oh, All right, so now <laughs> Charlie Ward. The year hot. was. <laughs> it was. It was 1994. Good or for no, you. but it was the 1993 season. They had just won it the month before. They'd beaten uh, Nebraska in the uh, the Orange Bowl. That's when I was a huge Florida State fan. I, 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 me, you, and the character in the story are all Florida State fans. <laughs> I still, I still am a Florida State fan. Although I'm embarrassed, I'm a little embarrassed about saying I am now with all the how how badly they they handled that whole Jameis Winston thing. That was awful. The administration and the the uh, police department they should be ashamed of themselves. But anyway, I'm not after I'm you just go- got done talking about <laughs> masturbating, you're going to make a social statement. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean masturbating. There's nothing wrong with masturbating, but I mean you know rape is a much <laughs> rape is terrible masturbating's fine you know it's a uh, masturbating in your own in the privacy of your own home is a victimless crime unless you do it too hard and you chafe or you I lose I, your i think eyesight. i've talked enough for the next 10 minutes somebody else talk <laughs> just 10 <laughs> you've just you've soiled the sanctity of this room sir so what we're here to ask is that people pay seven dollars to hear this bullshit <laughs> For two hours. <laughs> if anyone's out there willing, has to anyone play. ever come in and think, "Oh, I've seen uh, the the TV show. These guys are going to be really family friendly, and this is going to be oh, great." And yes. they're going to come in thinking that it's something I think that's. We have to stop for... using that word. <laughs> is that yeah, uh, family we, friendly. We we do a uh, we do first night almost every year for Scranton. And that has to be fantastic. That's for New, that's for so New Year's, right? Going, yeah, the New yeah. Year's first night. But there have been shows that we, I mean, one in particular that I'm thinking of, we did a show and we actually had people ask for money back. <laughs> for the record, that was before I was in the group. And it was. <laughs> also, for that the record, true. before he was in the group, the reasons they asked for the money back is because we made up. We we made up and did a whole scene about a fake STD. What was it called? Rag dick. <laughs> it's where your dick turns into rags. Plural. Right. There's several rags. So I mean, so, so wait. So this is before 2010 that this yes, bad show yeah. happened. Actually, Rob was at the show as an audience member, but 
Are you sure? But was, I'm sure I wasn't at that one. Uh, well, I thought he was. I, I was at a couple of those shows. He was home masturbating <laughs> when we were at the show. I was at a couple of those shows at the old Vintage, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I wasn't at that one. But I did uh, hear about it afterwards and thought it was hilarious. I mean, what like what happens when you guys are on stage and, and you see like the audience just go like, Oh shit! <laughs> well, what, funny enough, uh, we I mean, did, to you it must be hysterical. It is. It's a, it's a yeah. It's an amazing experience. Like you we want were, more people to walk out as possible, and we, you feel well, like you're as doing long well. As they pay as like, yeah, as, like, as long know? as they don't ask for their money back. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, we just did first night, and I, we were doing a lie. We were lion tamers, suggested by the audience. <laughs> the audience was only about six people. And five so of the them, group was bigger than five that. of them. Yeah, five of them were a family. One was a girl I knew from work. And, uh, a and, the and there was a couple in the back. And then uh, we mentioned the fact that, <laughs> that the lion in the the fake scene, we didn't have a real lion. It was all fake. We mentioned the fact that the lion might be gay, and the family just went. <laughs> and all stood up at once and walked out. <laughs> they didn't even look at each other. No, they, just, no, they, they did didn't. it like at the same yeah. time. They, 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 uh, they all got up. I will left. tell you one thing, Stephen. If they mention a gay lion, all of us are getting on that horse. Oh, that goes without saying. That goes without saying. We're going to go see Damien. <laughs> he doesn't talk about gay creatures. It really, it, it really doesn't happen. I, not that I've noticed. Maybe I'm just not noticing. It do, that doesn't stuff like that doesn't happen that often. Though we usually don't. We're usually not. Our audience is usually pretty, pretty accepting of what we what we what we put out there. They're not. They're not usually like that every once true. in a while they get something like that. But they're usually pretty, pretty good. And like I said, like Pat said, we, we can be family friendly if need be. Uh, I would prefer not to. Not not that not get that out. you not that you need not that you necessarily need to go to that place. But it's nice to know that you can if you if if the scene warrants. That you want to be organic to the scene and everything. You don't want to just do it gratuitously. Try not to do that. Although sometimes you, you can slip into that. But you want to be if the scene warrants something that is you know maybe dirty or where you need to curse or whatever. You want to be able to do that instead of you know limiting limiting yourself. So for me, that's the reason I prefer not being limited to be, being family friendly. But we can be family friendly if any families out there want to book us. Well, I mean, isn't it isn't it isn't it like along the lines like if you took all the fucks out of Goodfellas, would it still be a good movie? <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it would still be a good movie. It's I, more along the lines of Ishtar. <laughs> but I yeah. still I still enjoy Goodfellas on cable. I mean it's it's preferable to have the fucks in, but you could still enjoy it. I think that's a pretty good analogy because I, I think it's it's you know, I enjoy doing it more if we're not censored, but you could still have fun and still be good with those limitations. And sometimes that could even challenge you to be more creative, really, to go a different way. Because sometimes you, you can you know, you, you, we all can drop into the, the place where you lean too much on that. So it, in a way, it can be good, but I still prefer not to be limited. <laughs> I can tell because you led with masturbation remember, and AIDS. Remember 10 minutes ago when he goes, all right, I'm done talking for 10 minutes? Yeah. yeah. Just I'm just reminding everybody that that happened. You know, I, I'm not like easily offended by anything. So, But now I, he's appalled. No, but I'm appalled, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, th I always find it Big interesting to find what people are offended by like what's the thing that they can't cross like okay i'm okay with murder i'm okay with jokes about this i'm okay with jokes about that 
but ah oh, no, gay lion. That's it. Nope, gotta walk. <laughs> yeah, you know that that is that's always interested me. To, to be it, fair, animals in in homosexuality they aren't really about that. It's more about the dominance, even imaginary animals. What so, the so you, fuck? you're siding with the family that left? No, I'm, like- s- I'm siding with the, with your imaginary animal. Oh. Now, now I have read read articles where it says there has been homosexual behavior observed a in lot. many many species, which which is a good which is a good way to shut up people who are like, oh, being gay is not natural. It's like, well, it clearly is because animals do it too. <laughs> it's like you know, there's no uh, homosexual Actually, behavior was- is prevalent in the animal. No, who was yet. who was I talking to or listening to? I think it was. Um, Oh God, for the life of me, I can't remember. But when when a species tends to overpopulate itself, the the the, the gay tendencies of yes. whatever species it is comes out, so that you can you that can makes reduce sense. the population. That and makes it's sense a natural thing that yeah. happens. Makes sense biologically. Yeah. Where the hell did I read that? It probably had to do with that penguin in the zoo. What penguin? The gay penguin. There's a gay penguin. They're calling it that, but he's not gay. Oh, they made he's fun confused? of that on Parks and Rec. What is yeah. he? Hmm? Is that it? He's just really asserting his dominance. No, really- no, he just really doesn't know. He's very confused, and that's okay. We're not Which here is fine. to judge penguins. But wait, where's there's? We're not here to point out the you wait, know. Where's there a gay penguin? I think either there, there was or... one in like a, I think uh, might have been in the video because they did a Parks and Recreation episode of it a few about well, it a few years ago where Leslie married two. That's gay right, penguins. and then and everybody I think was, that was in an based uproar. on something. Yeah, I think it was based on a real <laughs> but thing. But recently, yeah. the gay penguin's partner died. And he was sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's well, maybe he was engaged. Just lost his best friend. <laughs> they were best friends. Penguins, Penguins are mate the for life. neatest dressers of all the animals. <laughs> oh, right. sure. Everything. So, so it just makes sense. Yeah. Right. A black and white, very modern look. I think it's sure. Yeah. Everything. Okay. If I lived so- on an iceberg. <laughs> Penguins are very cute. Dude. Penguins I mean, are if you think cute. about it, if you think about it, though, it's not a really good defense mechanism to have all that white and then you're black and white. Uh, penguins <laughs> actually have a really gross defense mechanism. Do you want to know what that is? I do. I. Uh, you can use this for a bit. Actually, so. you probably could. I know this because I was an animal keeper for a day at SeaWorld <laughs> once. One day. <laughs> and when I, I threw went, a fish into a I, dolphin's mouth. When I went into the went into do the the penguins booth, I had to be covered head to toe in protective gear because I was told uh, if I scared a penguin or a penguin became threatened by my presence because they don't know me, they would they would shoot projectile feces at me, probably <laughs> directly at my eyes, up to five feet. That's Brit's defense mechanism. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> That's a real know. reason those people left first night. <laughs> oh, he's working up a poop. He's working up a poop. I really don't like you guys. So go with that. I hope I hope you can use that. I'm just astonished how much penguin talk there's been. <clears throat> well, how the hell did we get? Was it the? It was it was the dominant theory. Oh, the pen- the, the gay penguin population theory. But doesn't after the overpopulation that caused gayness also cause them to eat themselves? So like cannibalism, we- like yeah. soylent. Uh, kind, oh. I think. Well, not without the mass production, no. Mm. I don't think they have, you know, an assembly line to do that, like penguins. And Do you ever hear Benedict Cumberbatch screw up saying penguins? <laughs> penguins. Said penguins. <laughs> it was in a documentary. He said it four times. Nobody ever corrected him. It's online. Just thought, you'd, you, just thought you should know. <laughs> so tell me about your projectile uh, feces. 
it only happens every once in a while. Like, I get really like how nervous. nervous do you have to be? Extremely nervous. Like I had to be shaking and you know sweating a little bit. And like panic sort of attack. Major panic attack. Give me a paper bag. I'm fine. But if I don't have my paper bag handy, it's. Uh, <laughs> and you just turn around and. Oh yeah. You're like the audience it's, had no idea what hit them. <clears throat> So and what? then they look at you and they're like, why the fuck did you do that? And you're just like, I want them to leave. Yeah. By the I way. Wanna, I want to go drinking. The weirdest <laughs> part of this defense mechanism. Mechanism? Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, <laughs> defense mechanism is that Brit is the only one here with a girlfriend. <laughs> that is true. None of us shit on anybody. Brit does. <laughs> well, I do not shit at anybody. That's not true. That Brit is the only one with the girlfriend. The That's same? right. John does have a little. Oh, right. Uh, John's dating Brit's girlfriend. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, Brit is the only one with the girlfriend. Right. That's news right. to me, right. but uh, all right. So what brought you guys to improv comedy? Uh, Shitting penguins. <laughs> Originally a Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> My mom dropped me off. Uh this no. looks like a good corner to leave you. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all got started the same way, kind of. I mean, I think we all had an interest in it before, but um, back in about 2005, 2006, Chris Barnes, who was born in Scranton and then left, he went to Second City, did Chicago. He's doing like jazz and York. blues now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he actually owns a gay bar in New York. Um, now. Lots of penguins there. Lots, <laughs> ton of them. Yeah. Uh, the name of the bar is called Flaming Saddles. And free pluck. <laughs> I don't know if that's a joke, is it? No, no it's uh, no, okay. New York City's only gay, uh, gay cowboy dancing bar. <laughs> Astonishingly it? enough, it's the only Weird. one in New York City. I would have Wait, can I tell you? Wait, what just, is it? It's Flaming Saddles. Flaming Saddles. Um, on a weird... On a weird like side note, um, I I used to live in L.A. and 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 West Hollywood is like you know the gay mecca of of Los Angeles. And my one friend goes to me. She said, uh, "I have to go meet some friends at this bar in WeHo." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go because I'm not I'm drinking and you're not and you're driving, so I'm I'm game." So we go and we walk in, and um, totally didn't dawn on me that like, hey, we're going to you know the gayest part of Los Angeles of 10 million people. And we and we park and we walk in this bar and it's really dark. And up on do you ever see the naked cowboy? Yeah. From in New York City. He's always at like Times Square with the guitar and he's in his like his briefs. So there's a, there's a really like well built man up on stage dancing. And then next to him is like this very beautiful girl dancing. And they're like the entertainment while all these people and then it was like that Jason Lee moment in Chasing Amy, where he's like <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So I was so drunk that I decided I wanted to know what it felt like to be a woman for a night. So this, I swear to God, this is totally true. There was like a farmer convention in town. So everybody there was a gay farmer. This is no bullshit. So it was a gay farmer. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, can I, can I buy you a drink? And I was like, what? Yes, you can. So. I hung with him all night. He was buying me drinks. I got liquored up for next to nothing. And then at the end of the night, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going home. I'll see you later. So I totally felt like a lady at the bar. Oh how I've gotten treated for a, for a decade. I got to do it at the gay bar in West Hollywood. Did you go home and like uh, cook a meal for your man? 
No, I went. I went. I no, no. I, I went. I went home feeling like I, you know, I finally know what it's like to 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 be a woman. That sounds like a terrible image of a woman. <laughs> Not the women. See, but I was hanging out with a different crowd. Like I had a different. I had a totally different mindset where it's like you know I'd be the guy at the bar buying girls drinks and they'd be like oh thank you thank you thank you and at the end of the night they're like who are you and they'd leave. <laughs> So I got an opportunity. It was my vengeance. I got revenge on this poor gay cow- cowboy that I feel horrible that I did it to. But I still got like Jaeger bombs and Jack Daniels and all of that. So I feel good about it. I know you're going to judge me and you're going to hate me for it. But that's like, that's for all the women that ever did that, that to me. So why are you so, so that, mad at me about this so that's how marky got into improv now how did you guys get into? <laughs> oh sorry oh. i stole that i totally stole that and i'm sorry no, that's okay i just never got to tell my gay cowboy story so, so well chris barnes left scranton and it, he pursued a career and he actually did quite well he uh he was on a sitcom called what was it Lin- linda hunt or no bonnie bonnie hunt, hunt. bonnie hunt. bonnie hunt linda hunt hunt's terminators with <laughs> and then uh and then he was he was on several other things. He was on Seinfeld once. He was just recently on Thirty Rock not too long ago. Um, but he came back to Scranton for a while, and he opened an improv school where he would he would teach you. And and then on Fridays he would have a show every Friday. So we all joined there separately. We didn't know each other before that, and then that kind of ran its course. He went to New York and. Uh, we we just decided to stick it out and keep doing it because we liked it so much and kind of just evolved into this. I was just going to wonder if I should say anything again. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I thought you were going to continue. I thought there was more to the story. Okay, no, that's fine. No, I'm just going to shake th- my head. I'm just going to share. I think there that's is fine. more to the story. I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to shake my head. <laughs> Hopefully you can hear it. So, uh, so since then, you guys have performed all over the area. Oh yeah, we um, a, a ton of shows. We we did uh, did the University of Scranton a bunch of times. We we do the Alpha Gallery. Did, did that Theater. go over well with the Jesuits? Uh, yeah, we have had no complaints there. Um, but we did outside the area too. We, I mean, we we all did. Uh, we were all at a Mount Airy Casino mm-hmm. and. Yeah, that was that was that was when we were Chris, Chris yeah, Barnes. Doing and, with Chris. Uh, we've done uh, several Del Close marathons, which is a marathon of improv in New York City for forty eight hours. They do improv. Holy shit! Yeah, like you have to be on your. How, how many hours did you guys go for? We did thirty minutes. No, we just did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the event goes on for forty eight hours. Hey. Yeah, our show's only it's like Mr. Smith like goes to Washington. You're just like holy shit. Yeah, that's at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, so we got to perform. Yeah, at the they, it's like UCLA four or five theater. different theaters yeah. around New York, and it's just a whole, just forty-eight hours nonstop. But a lot of acts come in that you know people you would know, Amy Poehler, and and just uh, different people from Thirty Rock were were there, and then. But then there's a lot of people like you know that you don't know that are just there. People from all over the country right. you, you apply for it. We haven't done it since. Uh, since 2010 was the last one we did. I actually now that I actually joined the group in late 2009 then because I joined the, the year before that. So let's correct that from before late 2009. But early 2010. Yeah, 2010. Strike that from the, the record. Last. Yeah, politifact. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Rob's first show with us was a first night 
show, I think. I think it was, it, that was one of my first shows, yeah. yeah. So, um, but um, 2000, 2010 was the last time we did the Del Close. That was the only time I did it with them, and that was that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. That was cool. Yeah. Why don't you guys go back? Why don't you guys go back? Why don't you do it again? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, we bomb every time we go. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't complicated. <laughs> We've never done well there. Uh, <laughs> I don't In know fairness, why we went back there. <laughs> in fairness, the last show we did was at like ten in the morning with like seven people in the audience. Uh-huh. So that was tough. Well, for me, is it really bombing, or is it just like yeah, people are tired? It, it was that too. It wasn't terrible. I don't think. I don't think. I think it went as badly as you guys did. We weren't great. We weren't terrible. We've we've actually gotten a lot better since then. To tell you the truth, at long form, um, that was like five years ago. So I think we would do a lot better now. For me, the reason I part of the reason I don't want to do it again is because I ended up getting a hotel and staying there for two days, and it costs like hundreds of dollars, and I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> Hookers and blow really, really take a. So hit there's, the credit there's card. not a lot of money in improv. No, no, no. no. there's a, a ton of money in improv. We just don't tell Rob we make it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're making. Yeah, we made about thirty thousand. We're keeping it from Rob. And to bring it back to masturbation, Thanks. we're making it hand over fist. Oh, You're welcome. I'm I'm like I'm like I'm not allowed to ask questions. So you can I ask kinda, any question. Ask what you want. Go ahead. No, I get really nervous now because then I, f- I I can feel you guys like looking at me. No, I'm totally not like, looking uh, at you. You didn't have to say the gay cowboy thing. No, so. I, I actually really enjoyed that story. I was hoping there was more to it than that. I know there's more to <laughs> it than that. What like an ice pack and some mydol? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a pair of assless chaps. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And I don't know why I had them before I went. <laughs> they were somehow in my wardrobe. Um, no, like what made you guys like get into this? It sounds like, you know, it's almost like it's a weird thing where it's like it's it's almost like a thankless job and you kind of put yourselves out there to get, you know, criticized or or praised or or whatever. And it's just it's just got to be really hard, you know, to know your audience and to know what you got to do. So what was it like? What was it like, kind of like the first time you did it, and then what was the thing that like kept you around? Well, it, it, was that a good question? Yeah, it it, <laughs> All right, I'm just it definitely was tougher the first couple times. You, you get real nervous before you know you go on stage and stuff. But the nice part was that we did it with in that Chris Barnes school where it kind of everybody was at the same level, and you knew the audience was there to see us. So then. It, it was a lot easier in that respect, but when we decided to branch out of that, it it became a little tougher because, it, it, as you know, with this open mic thing that you were doing at the the Woodlands, um, it just the advertising, getting people getting people in the door is like the toughest part. But we've we've actually been doing a show at the AFA Gallery now for we're going on three years there, um, every second Saturday of every month. We do a show, and I, I think it's kind of gaining momentum now that we're in our third year. We tend to, uh, we tend to get more audience members. We're we're getting forty or fifty as opposed to. I mean, when we first started, we were it's like getting three or four. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, when when you first start, everybody wants to come see you because it's new, and your friends will all come. So you get a big crowd right away, and you're real excited. And then the next month, you get like seven people and. But that's it's a gain of momentum. The nice, the nice part is we every every show at the AFA now. I 
I have, I think everyone else has been seeing faces we've never seen before and people coming who I've never seen at a show before. So Rob, <laughs> Rob coming. He comes to every show. Almost every show. Rob. That's his break a leg right before he goes out there. Yeah. He's usually late coming to the shows, but that's another story. <laughs> That's Better late than early. Or late due to coming. That's why people. Are <laughs> you totally just went. Eh, I'm not going to touch the microphone. <laughs> no, I was going to make a joke, but the moment had passed. So <laughs> that's that's improv trading. You, you, you're, you're what you react to. We always say react to what was just said. And even if you have something, and if you have something in your head, if something else is said, you know, after that, you. You can't go the, back to the it. The thing from a couple beats ago, you got to drop it and react to the new thing. So that's that's improv training, basically. <laughs> Thanks for the education. <laughs> Penguin. Do you want to learn how to masturbate, too? <laughs> I got I, there's penguins. down, there's this, there's this. I don't know. I don't know. I can get my fictional character to explain it to you. <laughs> Plug your J-O-I videos. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. What's J-O-I? Yeah. Okay. Was, I kind of so forget. I was watching, oh, I was was watching okay. porn the one day. This is, this is a real story. I was watching porn the one day. and The one day. The, this just happened one day. I watch porn <laughs> almost every day. but Because uh, Prozac is too expensive. The day, day after I gave up porn, I started watching it. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I started watching it. And then, like, I don't know how. I'm assuming men are listening to this because I can't think of a lady who would listen to this other than the one who has to who's sitting between two guys on the couch <laughs> uh, when you watch a porn movie on certain sites it gives you like the 10 recommendations yeah which yeah. is the funniest the staff picks or whatever the hell they are <laughs> jimmy from sales recommends it really like it was just a weird thing but uh <laughs> um the one day I was watching and one of the movies they suggested was like, it, it said something like cowgirl and in all capital letters, it said J O I. And I was like, the hell is J O I. So I clicked on it. It, it, it stands for jerk off instructions. It's Wait. literally a cowgirl on a couch telling you how to masturbate. All right. Take your jeans off. All Wait, right. it's like, so, it's like stereo instructions for like how to. Yeah. And it's, she literally shows nothing except she's dressed like a cowgirl no not even a dildo and this isn't going to be good for the podcast but it's just literally a girl just sitting on a couch going like this <laughs> just show, like i've known this since i'm like 11 nobody had the, to teach me the one thing i don't need instructions on i like that it was recommended too i mean who recommends that <laughs> Steve from accounting. <laughs> it's like, oh, I bet nobody knows how to do this. <laughs> it's probably this real repressed guy whose parents never taught him anything, and he just figured it out like four months ago. He's like, oh my god, yeah. this saved my life. <laughs> Who taught you how to do that? I mean, I lost my job. YouTube. <laughs> and that could probably be on YouTube because there's nothing nasty yeah, about it. It's, I'm sure they exist everywhere, and. If I get around to watching porn again, one anytime, day. one day, <laughs> one day, I'm going to try to I'm just going to type that in the search bar just to see how I'm, I'm sure they exist in every black girl with hickey. J.O.I. Like, <laughs> like weird. Oh, you know, how Pat likes <laughs> <laughs> failed Florida State quarterback. Yeah. J.O.I. 
Grimace <laughs> from McDonald's. Like, Hamburglar, sure. real quiet, but he shows you. <laughs> so you guys have a whole series of these coming out, I bet. Oh, yeah. Here we are in Spain, jerk off instructions. <laughs> As told by the experts. Again, we, we have no girlfriends. So if anyone's listening. I think half the group is in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a good authority that John is not really in a relationship. Oh, okay. Did any of you guys? Did any of you guys, when you were kids, before you learned like how to jerk off, did any of you think you did it without a boner? And then when you found out you had to have a boner, you're like, "Oh, that's weird. That would like be like hard, like hurt." Because that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not true. That's wrong. <laughs> it, that's it what is? the character oh. in that story thought. <laughs> I'm talking when I'm like 11, not like when I'm like 24. This is what I was like 11, 10 or 11 is what I thought. Yeah, this is so. 1992, not yeah, 1994. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is when Florida State only lost one game <laughs> to Miami, but uh, uh, and they they could have gotten to the title if 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 uh, they could have gotten to the title game if uh, Alabama had lost to Florida in the inaugural SEC title game, but they did not. So um, they would have had a rematch with Miami, but that's neither here nor there. God, but we need to we need to fill two hours. <laughs> Your brain's like a pinball machine of fucking nuts. I have That's real why he's bad. In the group. I have real bad anxiety. I'm really high strong. I have real bad anxiety. Like I'm, I have very, pretty severe OCD and like pretty bad anxiety. And it just sometimes Dude. when it, it all comes out. Oh, I've been taking. I've been. I took Prozac for 19 years. That doesn't help. It. Well, it. Yeah, I ended up. Pornhub helps. I ended up. What's that? Pornhub. <laughs> That Check out helps. Steve's recommendations on I ended up changing it. I'm taking the Lexapro now. So oh, it's not good. Hopefully. It's, I tried Luvox, and that didn't really help, so I'm trying Lexapro Luvox now. Luvox is awful. I yeah. tried all that shit. Yeah. It's all awful. Yeah, Luvox, I, it didn't did not work. My, the Lexapro. I went up to, you know what? I went up to... Uh, I went up to uh, who was I going? I don't want to name names, but he's a he's a big local. Like If that's where you're going to go, that's where you're going to go. Probably prob- probably same guy, probably, yeah. B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're like treated like a Model T in the 1920s up there. <laughs> like, that's that's the best way to put it. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. I'm s- sorry. Can I go off on mental health real quick? Sure. Because I fucking I'm so pissed off at it. So like everybody I know is like, oh, did you go up to the assembly line too? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I went up there. So they were. I have real bad panic and anxiety, too. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I need something. And they're like, well, we'll give you this thing. And then in like six weeks, it'll work. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want it now because that's why I was an alcoholic because yeah. I wanted to drink. So I wasn't like, I'm going to die. So that's what I did. And then I go up there and I finally get a meeting with said person after like nine months. I, I talked to a guy that just not to cut you off, but I talked to I was talking to someone else about this. And he, he goes there and I'm like, well, did you ever get to see? this person and he's like I, he's like no i've never seen him and i'm like that's weird no he's like district 13 in yeah. the fucking hunger yeah. games like you don't know like <laughs> oh there it is did you get a meeting yet i've seen him because i've been going I, I i was i saw him before he expanded i've been seeing him since i was 14 have you seen him in like the last year and a half i did because i told him i was doing bad so did yes you, did you get into the office i did yeah did yeah. you see all the pigs yes <laughs> Did that real pigs, <laughs> dude? I'm gonna okay. I never signed a fucking NDA with any of these people, so I can just disclose all this information <laughs> and not fucking feel bad about it and not use names. But you walk in to like 
who's whom is supposed to be like the fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of fucking mental health. <laughs> and you walk in there and there's four. I'm not shitting you. I'm not exaggerating. There's 400 figurines of varied fucking disciplines and, and structure <laughs> and everything of pigs. Like the Furby pig, the pig that you got at the McDonald's drive-thru with the kids menu. Like four, there has to be like 400. And you, you finally sit down to have this meeting where you're, where it's, where you're supposed to be like, how you feeling? And you're like, I could not feel more fucking uncomfortable in a room. In my, it's, it, it, it's like one of those rooms that you see like when they get the guy on SVU. <laughs> That's the way the fucking room feels like. So I, I'm so pissed off yeah, I, at I, everything I, up there because they... F- I, I don't like the way it's set up, how they... Like you said, the assembly line, that's a really good way of putting it. Um, that being said, I, I will. I, I think when you do get to see him, I think he does know the medicines really well. And I do trust him in, in that sense. Um, and, and when I see him, he's, he's you know, he's, he, you're he's, a fucking he's doctor. Pick a different room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you walk, like I, I they said, here, go sit in this room. I sat in the room and I looked around and I'm like, what the fuck is it, this? It is strange. It, it didn't bother me personally, but it is, it is How? strange. <laughs> you heard, I'm, I'm nuts. I don't, that didn't bother me, but I do. Yes, it is weird. No, he came in and sat down and I went, got a lot of pigs here. I don't know what the fuck else to say. How you doing? I'm like, I just want to get out of this room as soon as possible. So what do I got to do? That is what probably was the closest medical experience to a Here We Are in Spain show. <laughs> just a really uncomfortable room <laughs> with like a couple pigs floating around. But there was there was no resolution to like it. Like I've been I've been going to see people since I was 14 years old. Whether or not I'm fucking crazy or not is still like it's t- still to be determined. Like because I get so pissed off and I'm just like I'm done with everything. But that guy, dude, and and wait, here's the best part. So, do you watch John Oliver? Once in a while, not all not right. That John often. Oliver did this thing about. Uh, did you see it when he was doing about doctors? Yeah, about the med- okay. So there's a website. Really there's a website that you can go to to see how much your physician has made outside of the realm of being a doctor, oh, i.e., really? like public speaking, like how much the pharmaceutical companies pay these people to do shit. And this is in the last five months. He's made like thirty eight thousand dollars outside of of what the medical profession. Yeah, yeah these they, these these are pharmaceutical reps paying him money. And they proved a lot of it too. Like they'll say, "Oh, this is was for a speaking engagement that he never actually did." You know, right. like things like that. It's like they're paying them off essentially to you know just keep using our drugs and keep giving these drugs to people, whether they work for them or not. Oh, absolutely. And I've asked other people, I'm like, are there other places to go? And they've got like the monopoly on mental health in this area, which really mm-hmm. pisses me off. So that's just my yeah, and if, if you're weird looking- fucking Pink Floyd version of like what happened. And, and the thing is, if you're looking to do like talk therapy there, that's not. And I know they do a therapist there, too, which I've never seen. So maybe my therapist maybe, there was awesome. Yeah, maybe they do it. But I know if you're going to him for talk therapy, that's not really what he does. He pretty much no, just no, does no, no, the, no. the medicines and stuff, which I will say, I think he knows what he's doing with the medicine. So that, I, I trust him in that regard. But, you know, and and, I, and the the lady that I see regularly, I like her, too. So, I mean, it's it's not no, like all the practitioners and stuff yeah. like that. They're, they're good. Yeah they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're sweet people. Like they're at good, the end of the but, day, like, but they you have, should be. But you should be you're going there to see a doctor. You should be seeing a doctor. I, not yeah. the yeah, the the dark side of the moon room. Yeah. With the, <laughs> 
fucking aquarium. There's like, and then like right behind you on the back left, so subtly is like the the cheapest Walmart aquarium that you could ever hear. And it's like, so in front of me is like hundreds of pigs and no two are the same. And then in my back left is an aquarium that they got at like Ollie's. And I don't even think there's fish in it. Are there pigs in the the aquarium? Too? I didn't even look. I walked into the room and it was seriously like this is my nightmare. <laughs> like people, like do you ever, do you know, like people who like hate clowns. Like people are like right. deathly afraid of fucking. Cl- I never knew I was afraid of pigs until I walked into that room. There's probably like a real pig in the back there, just to kill me. No, no, like, kill I, like me. I would like it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have fucking surprised me if like a six foot tall dude in a piggly wiggly outfit just like 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 just. Like the, like the gimp in Pulp Fiction, like, like they just pull him out. Right, like the gimp. Outfit on. Like the gimp. Like if I'm sitting there and then like the, the, the fucking Piggly Wiggly guy doesn't even acknowledge me and just walks out of the closet, <laughs> out the door, down the hall, and I'm like, did you see that? And he'd, he'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like that's how I think. Like there's an environment of insanity created. And look, this is just my opinion. This is not everyone else's. That's the feeling I got because when I got out of there, people are like, because I was like, oh, I'm finally getting to see the yeah. great and powerful Oz. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, how was it? And I'm like, it was horrible. It was <laughs> see, horrifying. See, that aspect of it didn't bother me, like the pigs and stuff. But I do, I do, I do agree with you about the the assembly line way of it. I've that's that's a criticism I've heard. I heard other people, I, I or no, was it other people? Or maybe I just thought it. But um, but uh. <laughs> But Either no, way, I, it that, happened. That, that's legit. That's definitely legitimate criticism. I agree with you on that. I mean, whatever. So, what's the current climate in terms of comedy and improv in the region? <laughs> right here, right now. That was a good segue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody else talk for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you're on a roll. I waited I, for a pause. That was what was happening. Uh, I'm I, sorry. I, I'm just so angry about. No, no, no. That was, that was good. You mentioned Ollie's, by the way, and I have a, a weird Ollie story. Let's go. Don't be I'm scared. I'm just gonna tell you, and then I'll tell you about the climate. We'll tell you about the climate of <laughs> comedy. <laughs> it's about 37, but it's balmy. <laughs> um, uh, I was at Ollie's one time, and every like three minutes in Ollie's, it, I'm I'm imagining everybody has been to Ollie's. I've been there every twice. Every three minutes, they play their little jingle, and it's like, and the guy says, "Ollie's, good stuff, cheap." <laughs> right? You know that? Thing? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Over the intercom. And uh, I was walking through, and there's this guy in front of me. And every time that guy would say the jingle, the guy would go, Jesus Christ! <laughs> every time. He was alone. He wasn't trying to entertain anyone. I mean, was he keeping a small volume, or was, was he like... Oh, no, he was louder. Jesus Christ! He was louder than when they're like, good stuff, cheap! And he'd, he'd say it louder. Jesus Christ! Every time. I followed him around the store for 10 minutes. Every time. They was, so you got at least three or four Jesus so Christ funny. in. It was oh, so funny. It was so funny. I, I can't. I was sitting there alone. I was wishing I was with someone. Like, I can't believe this. Well, you know how you, you see something. You're like, I wish I could share this with someone. That's why I need a girlfriend. I do. I desperately need a girlfriend. All right, back to Lauren's question. Okay, uh, Bommy. The com the comedy climate. I I would say uh, it it they're fair. The people are fairly receptive to it uh, as far as we go. But it's always 
as I, we've been doing it for three years at one location and it's kind of taken us about two and a half years to kind of establish that we're there and we do we i mean we have a facebook and we we put it out on facebook we put it out on i think everybody puts it on their own individual facebooks and we we really try we uh, last year we had postcards that we handed out to people we you know we business cards we hand out to everybody everybody we can so it's i mean it, it, it's coming around and and i hope it gains momentum because i think it's it's one thing and i, I don't want to sound full of myself but or you know i i am proud of the group and i, I think we do something very unique for the area because there aren't i mean there have been other improv groups in the area but none around as long as we've been uh we were the one year we were voted best comedy act for the electric city um Jesus so people are right <laughs> so people are you know coming to the shows and actually responding to the shows and it's been it's been a really really good time and we we just recently have started uh in march we're gonna start doing a second show which will be at the old brick theater so we're hoping to maybe gain an audience <laughs> we do a show downtown we'll maybe get that north scranton audience that's sweet <laughs> sweet some mario's eating audience <laughs> how many cheesesteaks do you have at this show that's what i want to be saying i don't know why but i i, I don't know i don't know if anyone else i, th I think the uh what you, you what you mentioned before uh a lot of people don't realize that it takes time to build these kinds of things, that you have to build an audience and that you have to keep doing it and you have to, uh, you know, you have to search people out. You practically have to grab them by the collar and, and drag them in sometimes and then they end up enjoying it. Right. But, you know, it's just getting people there is such a struggle. I mean, I've, we've we've had that same thing where, you know, some of the open mics, it's packed. Like there's too many performers and there's too many people and it's crazy. And then other nights it's like there's like 10 people here total. Right. And you, there's no way to plan for it. You don't know whether it's it's happening or not. Like it's it's crazy. And uh, just trying to get people to come out and try something new, too. That's tough. And what you guys, like you said, you're doing something unique. So are people like, well, what is it? Or do, do yeah. they, 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 they're not really sure about it? Uh, well, <laughs> that was weird. Jesus Christ. It was like a game of like pass the dick. It was like it was the first time Rob didn't want to talk. <laughs> um, yeah. Everybody, when you first tell them improv comedy about, I'd say about 85% of people don't even know what you're talking about a lot of people think it's stand-up comedy i've had people when i've invited them to shows I, we probably all have they're like well i'd go but i don't want to be made fun of and i'm like we don't we, we don't make fun of and we're making funny on this podcast we don't make funny, we don't make funny at the show um, but uh but like it's just people unsure of going I, and i would say anybody listening to the podcast uh, come out and try a show because we've had several people who come out just to see what it's about and literally come every month now because it is a completely different show every time it's made up off the top of our heads it's not you know scripted in any way and it's it is a unique experience at you know every every show we have so uh you know i, I do recommend it of course i'm in it so of course i recommend it but how do you keep it fresh though every time you know like uh how do you end up because i i'm sure 
you, you probably so all oh, this character really worked before so you're tempted to do it again or something like that or maybe this particular skit worked really well for us how do you continue to like challenge yourself well we mix it up by doing like new games every time so there's always something a little bit different so that when they if somebody's come to a show before and they come again they may not see the same set list they've seen the first time so right new, new games um we started out with like 18 members and we just kill the audience the audience votes on who we get to kill at the end of every show right and with 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 the long form that's nice. that's really like open the long form if if anyone's not familiar with it what it is is basically whereas with the short form it'll be like a game like like um like you know like a like the for example like the abc game where you can like one person will you'll get a suggestion of okay we're we're brothers we're your location whatever and then it'll be like uh it'll be like for example, for the ABC game, there'll be certain rules in a, in a short form game. ABC game will be like for one person, or if we start with the letter A, one person has to say their line has to begin with A, then the next person's line has to begin with B, next with C. So the games like kind of, they're shorter and they have like a, a rule, defined set of rules. With long form, it's much more open. So you can be fresher, I think, and stuff with that. Where long form, you'll just we'll get a single suggestion and we'll say, can we have a word uh, from the audience? And then they'll give us a word. And either, either one of us or Lately, we've been having guests guests come in to do this. We'll do a, a monologue about the word, like a personal story or anecdote based on that word. Then from there, um, we will from that monologue, we'll pull different things to inspire scenes. So, and it's you know, it, it's it's very loose, the structure and everything. A bunch, it'll be a bunch of interconnected uh, of scenes that hopefully interconnect. Uh, and it, it usually runs; it can run anywhere from fifteen to thirty minutes. That whole piece. So there's a lot more freedom within that. You're not bound to the same thing. It could, it could be a lot different in that uh, within that's within that structure. So that that gives you a lot of freedom, a lot of uh, a lot of room to to try different things and and. And things like that and we we are it in conjunction with all that we are starting to kind of develop uh sketches that we're gonna do so if we really do like a character we feel like it could have gone somewhere else and maybe it'd be funny we're, we're we're starting to write some sketches we're starting to get those together and we're gonna you know i know somebody that can film that right really <laughs> we're gonna i'm not gonna ask who he's wearing this I, I know. Okay. I, I figured. <laughs> Does he have a pig room? <laughs> Not yet. Not interested. Um, well, no, I wanted, to, I wanted to kind of expound upon that because there's six of you, right? There are six of us, yeah. So, I mean, in a weird way, it's like comedy jazz because you got to play off of each other and you have to almost instinctually know, like, who's going to do what next or, you know right. you know what I mean? Right. That's, absolutely, yeah. That, that's actually um, one of the benefits we had um when we when we kind of first started is a, a lot of us just became fast friends so outside of even getting the improv training we'd hang out we'd hang you know we'd go out afterwards we'd your get, show never ends get dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, like, that really helps with with chemistry it, and with no one you know knowing you're the person you're on stage with you kind of de develop that it's on with, with instinctually right. that that helps a lot yeah and it's it's not it's not so much knowing where someone's going to go because honestly the best scenes I feel or what, you know, if, it, if I'm in a scene with Rob and I don't know what he's going to say, my reaction is almost, you know, going to be better, the better part of it. So, so it, the, the hardest thing to do with improv, and I know it's going to sound easy, but the hardest thing to do is really just listen to what he's saying yeah, and that's like the that's that's what you're taught is probably the most important thing. Just listen and react, 
react to it. Um, you know, and I mean, there, there are other principles and stuff that, but listening is one of, if not the most important thing with it and just listen, react. Right. You don't want to pre-plan what you're going to say. You don't want to, if you have an idea in your head of where a scene's going to go, you have to be able to drop that. Cause someone might say something and that would makes that impossible. And you just have to be able to drop that and just react to what they say in the moment. Um, and that's, it's, that's, it, that's, that's part of the fun of it, I think too. And, uh, it just, it helps you with, it helps you with acting too. I think like I, I did theater and I still do plays every now and then, but I've done, did that for years, uh, even before I started improv and, and it's, it definitely improv definitely is a, is a good way to, I feel is a good way to train as an actor. Cause it helps you to get into the moment where you're not overthinking stuff, you know, and it, it really helps you to just be there, be, pre be more present. So it's a good training tool for actors. So even if you're not going to do, um, uh, perform improv for say it's, it's good for that. And, uh, Chris, Chris used to always say it's really a writer's art because it helps you with structure too. So even if you're just looking to be an actor or a writer, improv is definitely a good thing to get into, even if you don't want to perform it consistently, because it could help with those other two things as well. Now, are you all, you know, even though that you guys are friends and you hang out and everything, do you still really surprise each other every time that you're you're doing oh. uh, one of these skits? I I feel like even when we're just hanging out, I feel we we kind of surprise each other. Like I I genuinely it, there are only probably a handful of people in in life who could honestly make me laugh. And I think a lot of times I laugh because it's surprising what someone says or, you know, it's goofy. And I mean, these, these it's, guys are, it's us and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> he was awesome in airplane. He was also awesome on the Lakers. <laughs> I don't know. But it, it, I think that's kind of what leads to laughter is, is a surprising, you know, a, a surprising result. I think, I, I think that's, that's why I, I, you know, when I hang out with these guys, and I'm, I'm sure everyone feels the same way. We, we just, I mean, we laugh constantly. We're always making each other laugh. And is it hard not to crack up then when you're you're in the the middle of performing? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Is there is there one of you that's just like I'm going to try to make everybody laugh as hard as I can tonight? Like, is it, is it like? I, and I, I don't mean like in a, in a like haha got you way, but more like that'll be more fun. Like. This probably is the, an awful example, but when you see something like SNL and then somebody like loses it, right? To me, that's funnier than the skit, right? I think, I think there's but that's a not general, the goal, but I think there's a general consensus almost of like it's when I was growing up. This is gonna this is a roundabout. Story. <laughs> oh, here we go. We'll be here for another three hours. <laughs> when I was growing up, when I was a boy, <laughs> the story no, by Pat. I, I once had Notre Dame boxes. <laughs> <laughs> And Rob came all over them. Bro. <laughs> Shit. No, Rob, the character. I had a character. <laughs> Bob. Bob did. A character called Bob, not associated with Rob at all. <laughs> yeah. But when I was, the goal in my house was always to make my dad laugh. If you can make my dad laugh, that was like, you said something funny. And uh, and a lot, a lot of that, I think, spills over into this, where it's, you know, if you can make one of us laugh on stage, I, I, I think you feel like. You, you did something that that was uh, that was really good. A lot of times when I'm not in scenes and I'm watching the scenes, I'll, I, I'll laugh. I, I give a lot of credit to Rob. Rob I'm just me, imagining you. Rob like makes me laugh. It's like every show, every show. <laughs> Rob makes me laugh. I ran out of thermosilk conditioner. It's really warm. It's amazing. I've heard. The character I, Rob told me that. I use, I use mane and tail. <laughs> I do. I, 
<laughs> so you can tell by my luxurious locks. <laughs> You guys are talking about all right back to when you're when you're why when you're not in the scene and you're uh, no, i just everybody makes me i mean i we're just out outside here and we we're laughing about different stuff so every everybody in this group makes me laugh i i would hope everyone would say the same thing about everyone else in the group but i think it's like we all bring something different to the table that's a great thing about it so because we've worked with each other for such a long time we're used to we picked up on it so it's really works out in the long run Right, I do a lot of uh, Hitler impressions. <laughs> I bring that to the table. Just very quiet and angry. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, not even, I'm not even angry. Do you, ever, do you ever notice, like, even the most poetic thing said in German sounds awful? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nine. Yeah. Like, no matter how you say it, like in France, in, in French, you could be like, "Go ahead and go fuck yourself," and it's just like, "Oh, that's so beautiful." <laughs> and then in Germany, it's like, when you speak and you listen to, I always thought that where I'm like. Remember how they do like Hitler gets pissed off at like whatever and they change the subtitles for <clears throat> and I'm like he could totally be talking about chocolate chip cookies and it just sounds really angry no matter what you do. Chances are I'm not a history buff but chances are Hitler was not talking about chocolate chip cookies. I'm I bet you I bet you once or twice he you, has probably been confusing it because he's he like, look, I want the ovens. chocolate chip cookies. Talked a lot they about ovens. Now. He's probably not so much about <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. talking man. about brisket brisket <laughs> lauren did you have a question i had a few <laughs> I'm, uh... i have one do you want me to go or do you want it you go ahead i'll sit for it. <laughs> how how was the salisbury steak and and jamie Souter's short that was the most disgusting thing i've ever had to eat in my entire life i mean it was just awful i've never had a salisbury steak since <laughs> He could, he do you know he sent me um because I you might want to explain to people who don't know who Jamie Souter is or what you're talking Jamie, about. Jamie Souter's Jamie Souter's a local filmmaker and um he did um this short called A Fine Dining Experience. Yeah. And all three of you in it and I had the luxury of of I don't know why the fuck I was asked. But um so Jamie goes, Can you be in my short? And I was like, Yeah, it's not like I don't have enough shit to do. And I went down there and I and I didn't read the script. <laughs> you know like i just all i did was he's like i want you to play this part and i just said you gave me two lines and then he wrote like 12 more <laughs> lines and i got it like two hours before we had to be on set and i got the set and i'm like jamie what the fuck he's like we well, wanted more lines i said no i was kind of just riffing dude like i didn't really and then uh and then he says to me um he's like can you do an accent and i was like what so I said, all right, I'll try Irish. And I think I told this story before. So every, I don't know if you guys were like, I was, I, you probably seem just as like neurotic as I am where I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So it turned, it turned. yeah, but every, every first time I said the line, I was a Southern woman. <laughs> and then the next line was Irish. And I don't know why it kept happening that way. And like we did, we did the post audio here, and I'm like Jamie, like I could, we could fix this, so I don't sound. And he's like, no, man, you sound great. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, it came out. It came out really well. It, I, I, I thought everything. I, I, I was gonna say I, that was a lot. Of, I'm glad he asked me to do that. That was a lot of fun, and everything. The, well, you, the, I, it looked great. Well, I, I watched. Really I watched. Well. I watched both you your guys' performances, and then I'm like. And this is nothing against you because I think you had the hardest job because you had to eat the Salisbury steak. <laughs> but I could never do what you guys did, which is like 
I'm awful at remembering lines. I just can't do it. I can't hit the beats. I can't. It's oh, it's tough, especially when you're getting when you get them two hours before. Yeah, that's that's that makes it yeah, even tougher. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, you did a good job. The whole the whole thing was the whole thing. Like I said, I was really pleased with the way that came out. That it turned out really well. I looked like the white Morpheus. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you did have the coat. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is this coat? And he's like, just slick your hair back. And I was like, oh, all right. Oh, don't you know what you're doing there? And it's just like, oh my god. So the Irishman and the 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 Southern woman. So they're just you're. Two. I would have been. I would have been. And I'm literally like, I didn't want to look because these guys comparatively are pros. Like I'm never, up and in front of the camera. Like even though like I can do this in front of the camera, but it, like if I had to like perform. I don't I think know it if was I could just do your that. two mo- innermost desires, like as a person. I want to be a like, Southern. You really want to be. I want to be a Georgian just, Irish woman. Right, just dance, coming out Marcus, in your performance. Dance. <laughs> Which is the is stuff that Irish, Oscars are made of, I think. Woman walk into a bar. Wait, what happened? An Irish woman, and a, an Irish man and a Southern woman walk into a bar. And then, created, and then I created that. They're like, oh, what's your character? And it's like. I, an Irish bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, you then, guys have done some video work and stuff over the years too. I remember yeah, yeah. Uh, very like fondly J-O-Y, the J-O-Y uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the uh, the Coxton campaign, which uh, I thought was a, a riot. I was at the premiere of that. That was at the um, Banshee. the Banshee. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a, that was a good time. That was. I think everybody but John from the group ended up in that. That's just that John wasn't in the group yet. Yeah, that, yeah. Another. Were you guys all in that? Yeah, that was another thing that w- that came out really well. I was really pleased with that. Was a, that was a lot of fun too. Doing, I had I had such a good time doing that because that took, that was I mean that was ten episodes. So we did like we would shoot like one or two in a weekend. So that was that was a couple months that took probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that but that was a lot of fun. That's I I really that was great. Yeah, it was a, a video series about this inept politician and uh, and all Whoa. his buddies trying to make it, <laughs> ma- you know, uh, make him win this campaign. And I I mean it it was really well put together. Thanks. And and it, it it seemed to get out there, like it seemed to get bit, attention yeah. outside of the yeah. area too. Yeah, well, the they, they they. I mean, you you guys marketed it. Well, we didn't market it. The credit for that goes to uh, James McCabe, Tom Borthwick, and um, Joe Bamba. Joe Bamba. Yeah, they yeah, they, they actually they actually wrote they actually ones who created it. Well, Don, Don helped in the creation too, and they wrote. Yeah, but most where did that where did that come from? Those three guys. Yeah, but I mean, uh, like, what was like the genesis? Like, did they ever share it with you? Where they're like, I don't know if they want me telling. Like to be honest with you, I know it sounds weird, but well, I mean, Northeast Poly, Northeast PA politics is yeah, insane. Yeah, I think that had a lot to do with it. I think yeah. were, I remember watching uh, videos like uh, of different politicians in the area when they came up with it. I was with the three of them when they came up with it, and they were just on YouTube watching different. Oh, like, the council interviews. meetings. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And, Which um, we still owe you. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. We have a we have a ninety minute best of city council DVD <laughs> really? that nobody's seen that we're gonna give to any PA scene so they can put it out there. It's That's amazing. Good. You yeah. need to see it. If it was a drinking game, it was. <laughs> and Don, all, played, all your favorite players are in it. And Don played the lead, and he played Trevor Coxton, who was the the main character in the Coxton campaign, and he was he was he was he was great. Uh, Thanks, Rob. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. You're welcome. Right. No, the, the whole, yeah, but that's got to be hard. Like the whole show, f- fucking, is yeah. around you, and you're like, you I know, quit, you did a right? great job. I quit two weeks before because I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. Did <laughs> you know? really? Yeah, nowhere to lie because I had never uh, acted before. I never, I'd, imp- I'd done improv, but 
Yeah, you were great, though. I didn't realize how hard it was. Like you said, to memorize lines. And two weeks before we started to shoot, I'm like, I can't do this. And I quit. And uh, <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> I think they said, I don't, I, I think, I don't know. I don't, they were, they were kind of like whatever. And then I think they realized they were, they were shooting in two weeks. So I got a phone call and they're like, can you, uh, <laughs> can, you can you just not quit? Yeah. And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> isn't, isn't the whole reason we all got into improv because we hate memorizing lines? <laughs> isn't that the whole idea? Yeah, those guys. Those guys were really good to work with too, though. We we became friends with them, James and Joe. And well, Don knew Tom for a long time, but they were they were they were fun to work with too. That was like I said, that was I, I had such a good time doing that. That was yeah, awesome. That was man. Last, yeah, and, uh, Baxter uh, Pancake was the other uh, the third lead in that. He played Creepy Steve. Um, <laughs> so obviously, for something like that, you memorize lines, you rehearse, and then you shoot it. But for for improv, how do you prepare for a show? <laughs> get dressed in the morning watch some joi videos Again. just so i know what i'm doing later just so i know <laughs> it's with with no with the preparation we'll we'll pra- we practice we try to get together try to get together once a week although you know we don't you know that doesn't always happen but i think i think most of the preparation is just like i said we took those classes with chris for a long time and that was we learned a ton there that was a really good training ground and i think that at least formed the foundation for it yeah you still got to practice it's just a matter of doing it over and over just we've done a ton of shows i mean i've probably done over 100 what probably close to maybe 200 shows total with with barnes and well no with with if you combine chris and here we are in spain we've probably done close because we used to perform at chris's it was every week and that was for almost a year and a half two years so that's probably like close to 100 shows yeah so i mean you know there's 52 weeks in a year, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> so three years. Would no, be- no, it was two. It was a year and a half for two okay. years, probably. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, it's real easy math. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think most of the preparation that at least from the foundation for it. Yeah, you do want to practice and stuff um, to um, to uh, to keep your to keep yourself sharp. But as far as as far as like the day of the show, it, it is pretty much just show up and you've done the preparation before and just yeah, I warm up. I want, I mean, I personally kind of warm up a little bit before I get there just psychologically and, you know, stretch out a little bit, that kind of thing. But as far as preparation and stuff that it's just, it's pretty much just showing up and, and doing it uh, for like me, fo- at least it's like yeah. a football game. Yeah. Preparation is Monday through Saturday. You play the game on Sunday. You just show up. Yeah. They don't do anything much on Sundays, <laughs> but yeah, that. <laughs> Have you guys done any stand up at all? Like, have you tried that realm of it? I have never. Uh, I know these guys all handle yeah, these guys. Don has. I Britt did it a has. Times, yeah. I did it once. It, just once. I yeah. Like just James like Pornhub. <laughs> just once. I try. Like I've tried stand up, and I've realized that it's a lot tougher than it actually seems because you have to get up there and have that material and have new material written every single time you go up on stage, so that you're not doing the same thing over and over again. And the thing I like about improv is that you don't have to worry about that. It's just right off the top of your head. So I find it a little bit easier than stand-up. I'd like to try it again sometime, but as of right now, I don't see myself doing that anytime soon. I think there's a view that stand-ups could look at improv people and be like, that's difficult. And improv people can look at stand-up people. Exactly. And be like, I was yeah, just going to say exactly that. Yeah. I think that the hardest aspect of stand-up for me, what I mean, coming up with material is always tough, but it was always um, it, it, you're working by yourself i mean it when i go on stage at an improv show and and i'm in a scene i you know i'll have one or two other guys who if i'm if i'm down these other two 
kind of, you know, pick it up a little. So, so that was always the tougher aspect to me. I mean, I, I like to write, I write, I try to write a lot, but, uh, yeah, writing stand up, it's tough. And then you go the, the, when I did it, it was at an open mic night and the only people in the audience were other people going on stage. So there were only about, <laughs> you know, six people there and they were all just worried about their material, you know, going up. So, <laughs> So not helpful bang. to you whatsoever. No. No. Oh, and, and also, I'm not really that funny. So that was tough. That was That's tough always part. tough. It's, it's easier to do stand-up when you're funny, I find. Mm. <laughs> like, it's like going like it's easier to play guitar when you're talented. Yeah. You're, you're only going to get this kind of insight on the NEPACM podcast. <laughs> no, yeah. It's that easier, prophetic... It's, it's easier you know. to walk a straight line when you're drunk, too, but that's another. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I'd imagine, too, uh, because, I mean, you guys are, are, you know, like you said, there's really not many other people doing this. Uh, from comedians that we've had on the show and a lot of the, the comedians that I've, uh, you know, talked to and stuff in the area, they all seem to kind of band together for the most part. They support each other. They go to each other's shows, that kind of thing. Now, uh, do you guys don't really have that to lean on as much because there's not as many people doing what you're doing. Yeah, um, not as much. There, There is a fairly new improv group in the area. They, they're, uh, uh, they're called Improv Beyond, and they're a bunch of Marywood uh, kids got together and, and formed a group. So they've been, they come to our shows, and they'll open for us sometimes, uh, but even when they don't open, sometimes we'll see them in the audience and they help out. Also, yeah, but that's nice. You know? Yeah, it, and and other people who we did meet doing the Chris Barnes thing uh, show up at shows to support us. So we have that, and then we actually have had. I mean, it's it's been pretty much improv um, acts opening for us for the last four or five months. But we've we've had different openers. I mean, we've had a magician open for us. And uh, so we we try to to get people who are in the community in the the arts community to to try to just offer different experiences. Uh, one of our shows, we had a photographer come and like uh, show <laughs> show photographs. Not not as an. Oh, opener, I thought they stood like, up there and just did <laughs> selfies. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, one time we had a photographer come and take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For an hour, we're willing to try anything at this point. Whatever works, but uh, but like in in April, I've been I've been talking to someone. Funny enough, I met at the open mic. Uh, I came to down at the Woodlands. Uh, Skip Monday. Oh yeah, fantastic, band, aren't right? they? Yeah, they're really. Good. Oh, they're so good. Really good. And uh, I I contacted her, the lead singer. And and I asked like if she would be interested in maybe doing like you know three or four songs before a show, because I'm I'm always interested in original music. I, I mean covers are great. And, and did you get their album? I didn't get their album. It's like four bucks. It's awesome. I swear to God, that's, I'm putting you on the spot. And then I I mean I you do just have, don't buy just don't buy two beers tonight. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't drink. Me so. neither. Yeah, it's a good time. Good for you. Yeah. Are you in the wagon? 
36 years sober. You've never had a drink in your life? No. I've Nothing. never been drunk. I've never done drugs. I've never smoked. Ever. Totally. I secondhand smoke two packs a day, but I, I never. <laughs> Sorry about that. I never, <laughs> no, I uh, I never smoked. I never he's did the, anything uh, like He's that. the Boy Scout of our group. So, so no, I have I a couple of friends. physically fit. <laughs> that too. I'm really interested in fitness. No, I had a couple. I have a couple of friends who've never done anything in their life. Really? And, I, and, I, and I always ask, like, why? Like the, I don't even know why. It was just <laughs> I, I'm kind of weird enough, you know. <laughs> and then like, and then just throughout my life, I just never had a desire ever. Uh, both my parents smoked. Both my parents drink, and and I mean not heavily, but occasionally. <laughs> You know, and uh, like I never, I, I grew up watching them smoke and they both had heart attacks young. And, and I don't know if that played into, you know, something, but I, I never consciously made a decision like I'm not going to do. It. I just never did. I, I think did. that's awesome. I never did it. And it, you know, it, it's just, it's weird. Like I have nothing against it. I hang out. All these guys will have a beer after a show or something. I'll go hang out at the, the bar. I'll drink soda or water. But I don't. That's what I do. Yeah, it's okay. I yeah, I think I've that's never, no. I just think it's awesome. It, where I, it's never like I I'm rarely try meet it. people. I actually had uh, one of my friends was going to set me up with a girl, and she said to me, uh, "I was telling her about you, and then I told her you don't drink, and that was a deal breaker." I was like, "What <laughs> kind of weird?" Wow. I was like, "If I was a drinker and I met a non-drinker, I'd be like, I got a DD for life. Oh. This is great." <laughs> Instead, I'm hauling Rob home every weekend. <laughs> Guess what I'm doing in the back seat? <laughs> Probably something. <laughs> a, I have a really that was a that was seat. a deal breaker. Yeah, that I couldn't believe that. And I've had like I've had different deal breakers that have happened to me. <laughs> like uh That's like that's like, you know, he's really sweet, he's really kind, he's he's really funny. Yeah. And then he like punches kittens. Yeah. And you're like and the girl and I can understand the girl being like, Ah, that's a deal breaker. Right. But like, oh, he has all his facilities right. is like, a deal breaker. He like he drinks he doesn't drink and uh he likes taking pictures of kids. <laughs> well, I, I could deal with the pictures. They could be artsy, but the drinking, I, I need but someone. Not, but not, he won't have a Keystone Light, which really bothers me. <laughs> right? Jesus I, Christ. I definitely That's need so someone who I can run 100% risk of getting pulled over with. It <laughs> <laughs> would get a huge fine. Like, well, I don't. Yeah, I didn't understand. I've had a lot of weird, weird deal breakers. And he drives in a van with no windows, but that's another story. Well, they're tinted. <laughs> like yeah. you can see out, but you can't see in. Right, a lot going on in my van. <laughs> Rob, people to know. Rob, <laughs> Rob, my uh, stuffed gorilla. <laughs> he wears the a big costume. It's <laughs> a lot, a lot happening. I'm gonna go for a ride in your van, man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. Sorry about bringing it down on that. No, no, girls are. This weird. bitch had a deal breaker. <laughs> I also have deal breakers. By the way, I will not date anyone who pronounces it library. I just won't. <laughs> if if you say, if you say library, I'm out. I also won't date anyone who doesn't. And I'm doing air quotes. Believe in evolution. <laughs> I, just, I, can't, I can't deal. Like you're not entitled to your own facts. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> opinions. You can have your own opinions. God. What if they don't believe in the David Duchovny film Evolution? <laughs> I also don't believe in that. I, I draw the line, though, at not believing in the 1979 Journey album Evolution. Oh, uh, what about Journey to the Center of the Earth? Uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> the, the book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if they've never read that book? Is that yeah, deal not breaker? the Dwayne Johnson <laughs> deal <breaker>. classic? <laughs> you know what's a deal breaker for me? Anyone who doesn't call him Dwayne Johnson, if they call him The Rock. Can't can't date him. Can't date him. I love either name. Either name's brilliant. <laughs> if they say Dwayne the Rock Johnson, that's okay. <laughs> D- did you notice that in in the David Duchovny classic Evolution? I've never actually seen it. You've never seen it? <laughs> no. Have you seen it? No. Has anyone Sorry. here seen it? I have it? no idea what you're Am talking about. Am I the about? only one that's seen it more than once? I saw it uh when I was slipping. I've seen one. But scene. you see, but you, oh, so you didn't see the end? Maybe I don't know. Well, did, uh, <laughs> throw. What are you gonna say? Throw it at me. Maybe I've seen it. The end. Like there's this organism. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, want take two? Spoiler alert for anyone who's never seen Evolution. At the end of the movie, one person clicks it off. I just got <laughs> this on Blu-ray. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to see Orlando Jones and know what happened. Um, no, the end of the movie, like this, this. What organism grows into like this massive, like it's the size of like eight football fields. And what they have to do is they have to take head and shoulders shampoo, massive amounts of it. Yeah. And basically put it up the things anus. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. That's how the, that's how the movie. That makes sense. It's like a really weird version of the I know about science. So that you got to watch the movie. It's very bizarre. The funniest thing is the movie is completely based on what creationists feel evolution is. Yes. Oh, this thing just turned into that thing. Like monkeys <laughs> turned into men. One one guy asked me one time, if monkeys evolved into men, why aren't there why are there still monkeys? Oh, like, I've that's heard like that saying one. Yeah. That's like saying, Oh, America came from England. Why is there still English people? Because <laughs> they still live. That's what happens. Speaking oh. and speaking of movies, Rob has actually never seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> Any of them? Nope. I have Jurassic Park in 3D. You got to come over. <laughs> the last movie I have Rob never. Watched. I have never. There's a bunch of movies that you would think that I've seen that I've never seen. Ferris Bueller's <laughs> Day Off. Uh, what Are else? Communist. If Star Wars is on that list, you have to get out. What? What? Which one? Star have you Wars. seen Star Wars? I've seen the Star. I didn't see them until okay. I was 19, though. <laughs> Were you just oh gonna God. call them the Star Wars? No, the yeah. three of them. The three, the three of them. I've, I've seen, seen the Star Wars <laughs> kids. Three of them. I haven't seen. Which one other? I have also seen the, the Hobbit movies. <laughs> we were talking about this the one night. They're all making fun of me. There's a, never saw Forrest Gump. Uh, I forget. What Forrest else? Gump and Jurassic Park are the big ones. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. like the same year. But in fairness yeah. to Rob, he was he in was a busy coma from ninety three to ninety. No wait, it, you know what it was? Those movies came out in ninety three and ninety four. I know what you were doing. <laughs> Jurassic Park was ninety three. Forrest Gump was ninety four. Makes sense. Makes sense. You were just ruining all the pants that your mom got you from Sears. That's what you did those two years. No, is just ruined everything. No masturbation. Again, they're not ruined. You just washed them. Yeah, and, but you can never again walk past a black light without people knowing what you did. But I'll just have to stay out of the black light God, district. It's bleach. <laughs> it's bleach. My mom spilled the bleach. I will just avoid the black light district of Scranton <laughs> while walking in your underwear. I don't know. We need to make one. We My mom spilled bleach in these little spurts 
but only right near my leg. Ironic. <laughs> it's because, in fairness to Rob, uh, who you really guys, would masturbate to Laura Dern? Vocals. No one. <laughs> right? No one would masturbate to Laura Dern. So uh, maybe a long, you, maybe a young Laura. Now, Blue Velvet. I've seen that, and she's in that, and that's a great movie. She Laura is in Dern's that, right? in Blue Velvet. I think so. No, no, wait. See, yeah, she plays the blonde. No, Laura Dern's in. Um, no, maybe the, you know, maybe thinking of something. Mask. You're thinking of mask. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Rob masturbates. Poor, no, she's not. Poor that's, Eric that's national Stoltz. velvet. Um, Wait, no, who no, no, uh, Inland Empire. I think that's the one that she was in. I've never seen like, that one, but no, well, it's who, like David Lynch movies. Yeah, yeah. She's always in like David Lynch. I've movies. never seen that one, but who plays? The, I, I thought it was Laura Dern that was the blonde in Blue Velvet, but I, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. She could have been because wasn't only who, we had a way of looking. Things <laughs> up. That's right, that's Jesus a great Christ. movie, by the way. I love that movie. Blue like Velvet. A, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what else is a great movie? Biodome. <laughs> Did you ever see that? They do the scene from Blue Squirrely. Velvet where Hopper's huffing the. Oh yeah. The first date I it? ever went on. First oh, I didn't date find was, it yet. Uh, I was oh, you didn't find Blue Velvet. Encino Man. She was. In that's Blue a Velvet. great movie. That was my first. Laura Dern was in Blue Velvet. Okay, I'm wrong. Oh. Isabella Rossellini was the other one. That's who it was. Okay. All right. And Hopper was just. And mask. What was he huffing? I don't know. Some kind of gas. I love some of the lines from that movie, though. Where he's like, he's like, hey, tits. He calls Elsa Isabel Rossellini. He's like, hey, tits. Nuts. <laughs> Crazy. Such a great performance. But there's also the there's also the part where me and my brother, my brother loves the movie, too. We always talk about this part where they're in the car. They like they're kidnapping Kyle MacLachlan. And it's like uh, and it's like uh, it's like Hopper and his cronies. And the one guy turns back to Kyle MacLachlan. And he's like, you ever been to pussy heaven? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and he's like, no. And then Hopper, Hopper's like, well, well, what'd he say? Well, <laughs> and then the other guy's like, no, hasn't been a pussy heaven. <laughs> it's like, that's just so weird. Can you imagine making that like, okay, so like everybody worked, like you worked on Cox and we did Jamie's movie. Like I did, like, can you imagine being on set for that? And David Lynch was like, that was great. <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted. Like, can you see like the boom guy going like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> that's a that's a great movie. That's seriously a great movie. I love that movie. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> that you liked Blue Velvet. <laughs> yeah, Rob speaks for both. Of them. Yeah, nobody had to eat a Salisbury steak in that picture. I can't believe you did that. Was that like an off the cuff? There, no, it was where, in the script. It was in the script where you just munch. Yeah, that's was towards the end of it with yeah, both was, your hands. Yeah. Oh. Did you get like Gojo afterwards well, or like in something? The script, like, actually, it was an, I thought it was an actual steak. I had no idea it was actually like a salt. I looked at Jamie and I said, dude, where did you get these? He's like, they were 99 cents. And and I'm like, you it got robbed. It tasted like 35 cents. It was awful. <laughs> oh. Oh. I think I ate a part of it. I was so hungry too. I think I ate a part of well, it. The problem was it was sitting there for like three hours while we were filming. So by the time I got to it, it was cold. It and was, you still ate it. Yeah, I was part You're of it. You're a trooper, man. Oh. You're like divine and pink flamingos. You're I will like, eat anything. I will, wait, wait, no, not eat anything, but <laughs> depends on what it is. <laughs> that was the grossest. That was the grossest Salisbury steak I've ever seen. Oh. It was nothing like Hungry Man or anything like that. It was, it was banquet. I think it was. Oh, that, it was no, like, no, that's the only. That's the only package banquet has ever made. Yeah, it, it there was nothing like around since like 1994, 95. Oh. Sitting there. I don't think so. I think he lied to me. Invented until 1950, like plastics. You well, know? that's what it tasted. No, like. I mean it was like, but I think Jamie like found this in like 
a deceased relative's like basement <laughs> I've never freezer. seen a Salisbury steak eaten anything with other than a spork from a, a cafeteria. <laughs> try eating, no, try eating with your bare hands. It's like awful. No, the, 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 the Hungry it? Man or whatever makes a great Salisbury. I don't. What this is, is a what Salisbury sad. steak? Yeah. It's what is it's <laughs> unclassifiable. Half, it's it's a half a Peter steak. Gabriel song. It supposedly looks like a steak. It's a combination of what hamburger slash steak or. Some I don't the, know. Some See, no one knows how you really. And then it's it's got like it's it's not gravy, but it is. Yeah, it's some sort of like. And there's like a mushroom. Like, it's probably just whatever oozes off of it is. <laughs> You've what never they had a Salisbury steak. Yeah, they call, they call it gravy. Try a banquet Salisbury steak. I guarantee you'd love it. I'm not eating it. Oh, yeah. oh, I no. think Salisbury steak is just a steak that was invented by Minnesota Vikings great Sean Salisbury. <laughs> There's an obscure reference for the four people and still. And now we know. This. Yeah, the Thanks people the in the Twin Cities were just like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Sean and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> He's a great quarterback, but a great, great greater state. harasser. <laughs> yeah. Was he a, what, did he, did he do that? Yeah, that's he got kicked off ESPN for uh, sending a dick pic to a, an intern, I think. <laughs> I thought that, wait, I thought that was like Marv that. Albert. No, no Mal- Marv Albert sent like his lingerie to. How is he still on the air after like I'll what he you, did? I'm going to tell you exactly why he's still on the air. Because I'm going to tell you the greatest story about Marv Albert ever. Uh, one of my favorite Marv Albert stories <laughs> of all the ones I have. <laughs> I only have one. And he has my Rolodex of Marv Albert stories. I, I was watching it's a Knicks story. game. <clears throat> Knicks game the one time. And uh, everything you do is the one time. It's, well, it's a Knicks I just want you game. to know that. You can't, you can't yeah. watch Knicks games more than once. So I, it comes back from commercial and shows the outside of Madison Square Garden. And outside, there's a guy, like a biker guy, and he has his, his like a bulldog next to him. And the bulldog has like the biker, you know, do rag on, and the, <laughs> it's dressed like a biker and has a cigarette hanging from its mouth. The bulldog. It, the bulldog. Is it yeah. real or is it? Like yeah. Oh no, it's a real dog. Okay. And it comes back and it's like dead silent. It's like when they're going back onto the court and no one's saying anything. It's silent. Marv Albert goes. Always troubling when pets begin to smoke. <laughs> it was like the funniest. Uh, one of my favorite. That's why he's still on the air. Yeah, that's that's exactly why. Even though you wore women's clothes, you're all right, man. <laughs> Every, I think it's always. Wait, wait. What's the line? It's always. I, no, I think there's a consensus that it, once you reach a certain strata in the income. Like you're, you're probably a little fucked up. We're, we're getting another Pee Wee <laughs> right? movie on the bright side. Like we are getting we are. another Pee Wee movie oh, on Netflix. Fuck yeah! Yeah, Pee Wee's Big Vacation, I think, is what it's called. Is it? Yeah, I thought it was like Pee Wee's Bow Tie or oh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday or something. It's yeah, it was Pee Wee's Big. Holiday. It's gonna be weird. Like just think about like Pee Wee Herman got in trouble for doing what Rob did in his. Notre Dame boxer. Well, shirts. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like because it happened. We haven't established and it was Rob yet because he was famous. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's like it's like it's almost yelling at the guy for getting a massage at a massage parlor. He it's was in an sad. adult theater. Right. It's cool. It's, it's and and like I just. I Do you feel really need like, to lose your show because you did what the guy who's reporting on it just did five minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like, that's why it was like, why didn't America get in an uproar of like, help Pee Wee instead of just being like, fuck Pee Wee? I just, I just picture that reporter too. He's just, <laughs> oh, 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 we're on the air? Okay. Uh, so, uh, Pee Wee Herman was caught. I got very serious allegations. In his defense, Pee Wee was just playing with his Herman, so therefore. I got, <laughs> I got scooped by a lady reporter. Because I was busy. Uh, I remember at, at the time of the Pee Wee Herman thing, my dad told me. My heart was broken. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that show. I liked it. Too. And this was before drugs, man. Yeah. I loved that show. I remember my dad. T- I think it was my dad told me a, a, a really stupid joke around that time. And he's like, what's Pee Wee Herman's favorite baseball team? The Expos. Because he, expo- he exposed himself. Anytime you have to jell a joke and explain it, you're yeah. like, oh, you didn't do it right. Like, not the ah. Yankees. Not the Yankees. That would have been that would have so made a lot better. more sense. I, no, he, I was probably too young for to know to get that at the time. Yeah, yeah. what's Pee Wee Herman's favorite team? The Marlins. Because <laughs> he likes hanging out in Miami and adult. What's Pee Wee Herman's favorite? What's favorite Pee Wee Herman's favorite team? The Wichita jerking off in adult, adult theaters. <laughs> He loves the Alabama Dale Earnhardt Jr. team. You know they went one and eleven this season, but damn, what a team! The Spood Shooters. I'm just. I'm just trying. They play in uh, St. Paul. Uh, Yeah, I'm just St. Paul. You're thinking of to give you as much clean trivia about Pee Wee Herman before you read this newspaper article I'm about to give you. Do you know what his favorite uh, accent is? Irish Southern. Swedish, because he was watching his. <laughs> okay. Can we change uh, my- the subject so I can get a nice segue into something else? Yeah, just do it right sure. now. Do yeah, it. Just do it. Oh, we'll call this a Laura's issue. Call it. Lauren's Go for it. Okay. So you fine gentlemen are embarking on a new relationship with the Diva Theater. Fine. <laughs> we are. Very nice. We are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I- Lauren, that was brilliant. <laughs> That was awesome. You have a, you have a masturbated VH1 Divas? <laughs> that show? <laughs> that reminds me. That reminds me of the time. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was it. That was it. You went too far with that one. She's Everything out. else, VH1. No. You don't mess Rob. with VH1. That was disgusting. John, what do you have? What do you have of course, the, we the... all have uh, masturbated to VH1 um, Divas. Yeah. So if, if people that have listened to this... <laughs> Still, you wait, Rich, still. Have, Rich, do you ever notice that most people are like, Connor did it last week. He's like, wait, people listen to this? And we're like, Connor, it's we've hysterical. had you for two hours. I yeah. listen to this while I'm driving two hours. Use, I listen to this. Use the word still. While I'm cleaning. I don't mean the podcast in general. I mean this specific one. If there's, <laughs> if there's anyone left. If anyone didn't turn it off. Yes. 10 minutes in. That's oh, I then, then we are uh, being part of a fundraiser for the Diva Theater. Uh, at the old brick, the old brick. Uh, I'm sorry, the yeah, at the old brick, which was which Correct. is part of I think the the whole scene. Like, wow, you guys have yes. John doing all your marketing and promotion. Like, yeah. Wow, sad, isn't it? That's how that's how truly wow. lazy we are. We brought John into the group just to do that. All right, just so everybody knows, it's across the street from the old Miss Ellie's Cakes. <laughs> where yes. It's next to Sterna's. Everyone had a great Sterns. birthday cake. And the entrance is in the back, which I know some people have a, uh, trouble with because the marquee's in the front. But anyway, that's the... Um... <laughs> no, that's true. It is true. No, I know it's true, and, but and parking, it's just like... And parking, is, parking is better on the other side of the street by the, the laundromat, two-hour parking there. I mean, you can right. drive around the neighborhood. 
So you're you're not even in the show. You're just directing people on how to get to the show. <laughs> John, you, you don't even get to be part of it. No, I'm not part of any show. Oh, I, that's I, <laughs> dude. Did you just fucking walk in? We don't out even of, like, know who nowhere? this guy is. <laughs> He's training for traffic cop school. Yeah. If you He's want to direct the across the street, <laughs> it's two hours, or else you can be driving around a neighborhood, and you're fucked. Go ahead, go ahead. Give me two streets. I'll tell you where to park. Go ahead. <laughs> Behind the blue Honda Mulberry and the right Harrison. Mulberry and Harrison. Permit parking only on the left-hand side. <laughs> get there early or the ladies get home on the right. <laughs> All right, so you guys are doing a fundraiser. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Come on, John. Probably I'm not sorry, anymore. No. <laughs> no, you're still doing the fundraiser. Lemon face, lemon face. It's, it's Wednesday. And now I'm realizing it, it's a week today. Should we be sh- this is coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> less than a week. Oh, yeah. Did you hear what John's saying? Are we prepared for this? <laughs> John, didn't you just hear our preparation on, is it, showing up? It's on March 11th. Thank you. It's on March 11th. You're reading a fucking cue card I, and she knows everything. I, I made the card. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for doing that, by the way. You're welcome. It looks so what much, way in how the much future? is it, John? How much is this to get in? Well, it, well, it's well what are you doing? For to, only $15. Well, what are you doing? We are going to mix and mingle. <laughs> With uh, these guys. Enjoy. Good luck. <laughs> in March. I know it's crazy, but go with us. Uh if anyone likes a little semen with their dinner, come to Posh. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that is If anyone's not. still listening. Uh, yeah. That was salmon, not semen. Anyway. Salmon. Thank I, you, Brett. I wish they gave a, like, a, you know how you can see how many people listen to the podcast? I want to. You know how many people like, tune out right now? Like, I want to know how many people tune out are just like, fuck it, I'm listening to the shins. My fucking iPod. <laughs> I want to know. It's got to be at least. John, six. did you lose? Oh, we got to let. He started it. We, 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 we Dude, lost to the guy who doesn't want to talk. Dude, it's like taking a girl away from a guy <laughs> so you can finish. Let him let him do it. He started it. You got to let him finish it. You well, can't. I, I, think, I think I got most of no, it. No, John, you got to do it. Just who, what, when, where, why, about how. That. Okay, so, so here's the catch. Yes. We're going to be there. <laughs> who, what, we're when, gonna, where, why, how? You're gonna have to put up with us. Uh, and Baxter, who wasn't much more charming. He, yeah, he is, and he wasn't part of this. Baxter Pancake. Baxter Pancake. Yeah. Is it plural? Is he real? No, just pancake. Yeah. Just pancake. Yeah, he's real. Okay. You can he is real. Okay. <laughs> Which proves his existence. Thank you, Britt. <laughs> I just got friended by the Pope. So. <laughs> I'm Facebook. The, the Pope yeah. of what? The, <laughs> the, the, the former my, Pope, not, not the pope. current one. Which and, is and even anyway, I, did I, you say, I, did I you do say it, former or farmer? Former. Do oh, because farmer Pope would have made much more sense. Oh my God, oh, I that just would have been great. Can you tell Baxter Pancake to accept my friend request? Because I wasn't friends with him. I know that. <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> such. Yeah, I do. I, I think there's one or two more words. In Dude, there. his his profile like pictures look lips. like something out of a David Fincher movie. I, I know. I, uh, I know. I know I'm that. I'm pretty sure his cover photos noun. are very Lynch. 
something. He's amazing. Five to seven on Wednesday. Yeah, I was going to say, in all, in all seriousness, we've been joking around and stuff, but in all seriousness, <laughs> we are doing this this fundraiser, and it's for uh, for a great uh, great group, the Diva Theater. It's five to seven next, five o'clock to seven o'clock next Wednesday, March 11th at Posh at the uh, Cultural Center. What is it? It's 15 bucks to get in, I believe. $15, you get free beer, wine, Posh chips, flatbreads, chef's appetizers, and 10% off dinner after the event. So not regular chips, like fancy chips. Yeah, like posh chips. <laughs> ah, good, yeah. good, yeah. good. I don't care for regular chips. No, I don't either. They're no. too salty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll be we'll be mixing and mingling, and I believe we'll be performing too. Correct. Correct. I believe we'll be performing too. So uh, come out and come out and check it out. It's for a good. Do you want Lauren to be and, your uh, manager? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Lauren would want that. I, 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 <laughs> I'm this. I'm just trying to atone for everything I said for all the for all the embarrassing stuff I said before. And we're performing too, right? Lauren's like correct. <laughs> no, this is like a family gathering. It's too late. <laughs> you can't take it back. You just ruined Christmas. And then two weeks after that, you are performing at the Divas. Divas. Uh, the old, the brick. old brick theater. The one that's across from said laundromat with two-hour parking. All right, so one week from today is Posh. Posh? Correct. March two weeks from Club. today. Two, well, it's no, actually no. not two weeks from today. It's actually two weeks from Saturday. It'll be the 28th is when we're actually performing at the Old Brick. Um, so but On the 14th, and on the which 14th, I'm sure everybody wants to go to because it's parade day. We have our regular AFA show. AFA show at 8 o'clock. All right, so Posh is the date and the time 11th. is the, the 11th, 11th from 5 to 7. From 5 to 7. Right after work, come by and get come a drink. By, come by and get, get some, some fancy posh chips. chips. Yep. 21 and over, gets a wristband, all you can, whatever, can vibe. <laughs> all you can, all you can, can destroy. Whatever. Wow. All you can whatever. All you I can would take. Like, I would Whoa. like to take these chairs. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's... The 11th. March 11th, 5 then to the, 7 at Posh. Then the 14th, you guys are at AFA for Parade Day. We are at AFA, but we're at we're there at 8 o'clock. So 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Bless your hearts. So it's we figured it's going to be like a good uh, a good place to go when the bars start closing. We don't care if people what, are what drunk. What bar on Parade Day closes at 8 p.m.? Oh, they all close early on Parade Day. 2 a.m., man. <laughs> No, no. It's yes. early because they're open early. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, am I sure? I don't drink. Day. Of course I'm sure. Huh? I've never been to parade day. I've, never I've always been. Day. Every time I went to parade, so I'll be, I'm four and a half years sober. So every time I went to parade day, it was 2 a.m. is when I went. I'd go oh, to after, 10 a.m. After you left the parade day scene, they decided to stop that. <laughs> is that what happened? They Yes. Oh, so the they, bars close early on parade day now? They open at like four, so they close No, I thought like they eight. open at like 11 now. Nine. 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 Nine a.m.? I've never been to Parade Day. Either way. You Are you a drinker? the bar. I am a drinker, but I can't drink. Not nine. I'm more of a sleeper. I can't drink at 9 a.m. I need my sleep. <laughs> and I, You've I, never been to a Parade Day. I haven't. It's I, I'm not really... I don't. I like to drink, but at night, I'm not really a daytime drinker. And getting up early to drink, it just doesn't do it for me. I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure it's... Plus, like, with all the crowds and the vomit, I, that's a little too intense for me. But it's I do heavy. like to drink, but at night. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Parade Day either. Yeah. I, th- I feel like it's like the worst representation of everything that's wrong with Scranton, like all in one day, like just shoved right into downtown. I'm, I'm sure if I went, I'd have I'd have fun, but I just I'm 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 not I don't, I don't want to brave it. I'd rather just drink at night. Can, can, can I speak to that? Jesus and Jack Daniels uh, yeah. all in one day. That that may be true. That is the worst part of Scranton, but. It's an identity. <laughs> and it's a day that the city looks populated. 
<laughs> yes. So as much as it is about the identity of Scranton, it, it, it's all but the opposite. You know, people actually come out and, you know. It's like, well, you know what? I was always uh, th- my 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 p- parade day story. Uh, ver- very, very short is uh, I usually I never went to them. I always went to uh, there was always a convention that weekend and I would go out of town to go to the convention so I could avoid all that. And so the one year I decided I'm not going like to do a com- it. like a comic con. Yeah, uh, it was it was a uh, horror movie convention. Actually. Oh, even nerdier. Better. Yeah, yeah, right, pretty cool. nerdy. Yeah, yeah, but it was always a good time. So I, I said, well, the, the, you know, this year I w- at the time I was working for a paper, and I was like, you know, what? I'll go down, I'll take some pictures, I'll kind of get an idea of what it's like. I'm not going to like, you know, be running from bar to bar or anything like that. I just want to see what's going on. So I, I got to park all the way down uh, where New Visions Gallery used to be. Uh, so, you know, just outside the outskirts of, of downtown. So then I walk up a couple of blocks and uh, I get right to uh, where the, the Banshee was still open at the time. All right. So like Wyoming and Penn. Right. No, no, no. Uh, Mulberry and Penn. Right. I'm in, sorry. In I totally... between Mulberry and Linden. <clears throat> right. I, I just sucked the air out of your story. Sorry. No, it's fine. You know, you just Northeast PA'd it where everyone has to talk about <laughs> what street it is, who they saw there, and then this person's related to this person's cousin and all this other kind of stuff has nothing to do with the actual story whatsoever. Everyone in Northeast PA has had that conversation. <laughs> Thanks for dressing me down, Rich. Continue. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so, because I, I wanted to make it short. So I get to... <laughs> I get right in front of the Banshee, and I have a, cam- a camera in my hand. I have not taken a picture yet. Uh, and, and I look over, and I see on this, the side of the building, there's some really weird, interesting graffiti there. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a picture of that before I get to anything else, just because I thought it was cool. And this guy comes over to me, pissed off as fucking hell, and goes, what the fuck are you taking pictures of that for? And I go... I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. What the fuck is your problem, man? Let's fucking go right here. And he starts fucking shoving me. Really? And I'm, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So then his friend comes over and he's like, I am so sorry. Like, he's just so blasted. Oh, no. I, 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 he doesn't mean it or whatever. No, I do fucking mean it. This fu- <laughs> this guy is going fucking down. Who do you think he is taking picture? Take my picture, faggot. Fuck you. You know, like just freaking out. Yeah. Freaking out. And then his girlfriend comes over, and then she's grabbing. Hit like, him, no, Johnny! Please. Hit him! <laughs> no, she's actually like trying to get him away from me. So finally, like they get that guy. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I just fucking walked away. I'm like, all right, parade day's over. You know, my problem that's, with that's that it is, for me is for all the years. <clears throat> excuse me, for all the years that I drank. Um, it wasn't until I got sober that I realized, don't worry about him. He's drunk. Is not a valid excuse. <laughs> right. Yeah. So <laughs> you know what I hate about that story? You never drank. No, that, that dude, was you. That dude had a girlfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, what he the did. Deal <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't have to deal with the non-drinking deal breaker. I, it might have been the 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 woman who uh, who wouldn't go out with you, so she went out with yeah. him instead. It's like I need now. Boy, is she man. regretting her shit, man? <laughs> what a... I you know, no when idea. you look back, when you look back on the chapters of your life where you where you made mistakes, that that girl who had the deal breaker, that's a mistake. That's, that's I'm just like I don't know to get deep. It's because I'm so you got you got real, you Mark. Say, just right say. there. So I'm gonna finish your recap. The 11th at Posh at five, <laughs> eight o'clock on the 14th at Alpha, Alpha Gallery, and the 28th at 
Old Brick Theater. Yes. At seven? Eight. 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 And you uh, call. Wait, is, that, is the 28th? Is that a Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Call Diva Productions for reservations. You could, you could just contact. Me and I could I I can direct you to where like if you want tickets to the AFA, uh, you could just contact us at our our email is here we are in Spain at outlook dot com because we live in nineteen ninety six. And you have a Facebook page. Oh, uh, we do have at a Facebook outlook dot com. Yeah, you don't was, get a Gmail for free, right? Yeah, but Gmail Gmail was like, do you want here we are in Spain forty three seventy six sixty nine? I don't. How many other here we are in Spain? I, that's there? what I said. It wouldn't give me the just the here we are in Spain. So <laughs> see what would Outlook. I went with the one did that you, gave me did that. Did you try doing it with periods or dashes in between the ah, words? It's too complicated. No. Oh, <laughs> heavens! Uh, I can't. Fucking Obama. If you try doing it with a period, it's kind of mushy. Uh, that's true. <laughs> we need, we need to be. Dude, Lauren's expression We need to become perfect. friends as soon as possible because you Please. speak Please. what I think and I'm afraid to say. There was, Do not wish, join forces. I wish once, this was being videotaped so we could see the reaction. It is being videotaped. What, one time, this way? That one and that one. One time, uh-huh. one time, this this That's good. this kid that my brother knows showed me this is terrible. So you might want to close your ears, Lauren. <laughs> she uh, he showed me he, he showed me a, a video. This is years ago. Showed a vi- me a video on the internet of this girl who was on her period getting fisted, and it was just is like this part of the show. Like, no, would you ever do ears. this? Would you ever ears. do this at a show? No, this is just me talking. He he showed me he showed me this video of this girl getting fisted on her period, and like, and all you can hear is all you, you can hear is like. Leave. Squish, 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 squish. It was disgusting. Psychopath. <laughs> I told her to the, close her ears. <laughs> the weird part was it was a girl getting fisted on her period. J O I. How do I jerk that? Was, that? Wait, how did you, how did, okay, how did your brain go? This is the story I'm going to tell right now. Because I heard him say period, and I'm like, oh, chance That's for a period. That's where you went. Ch- chance for a period joke. And then I said, it's, it's, squ- it's mushy. And, and then hurt. that reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Mark, the, the twist at the end of the podcast is that Rob is actually your imagination and he has been the entire time. He actually doesn't exist. I think I got to go back to Pig Doctor. We're, uh, we're I Donnie think that's going to have to happen. Right that wasn't a weird coincidence. That's I got to go back manifestation. to Pig <laughs> Wow, we, we have literally... You, fuck, man! Run the gambit at this point. We, we thank, hey, thank you, you for stepping out for that. Can I tell you something? I'm a sicko, and I almost stepped out for that one too. <laughs> now let me make this make this very clear. I didn't go. I'm not going to talk about the videos. I didn't go out searching out this video. Someone just happened to show it to me. It's not like I searched for that on the internet. There's so much really awful stuff. It's kind of like two girls, one cup, where they just show it to you. Yeah, you're that's, just another like, someone, that's another one. That's another one. Someone showed it to me too. Right. I wasn't going to search it out. I rarely watch porn on the can internet. I, can I tell Almost you? Never. I, I really am not a porn. I'm not just that's not what I search out. But real, I did see it real quick before we get Sorry. to the last word. Um, remember when? Remember when two girls, one cup came out, which was awful. Yeah. Right. Then do you know Variety, the the trade magazine? They did a an article on it, and it was like the it was like this two sentence article where it was like, "This is awful, don't watch it." <laughs> and for like seven months, that was the most viewed article that Variety dot com had. Because <laughs> I kept going to Variety dot com, and I'm like, "This," because I didn't know what it was at first, and I only made it six seconds. 
<laughs> so, but I found it. I found it very strange. I, I this, still think this, that might be fake. It, it looked, it, yeah, it, it looked I, like it might be fake. I, 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 I researched it yeah. kind of like you researched Pope Benedict. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Just to remind you that you researched the former Pope. How can you? And how can you like quit? I was a political. Pope? I was a political blogger way before I did any of this stuff. So. I know, but it was like that's so. And nobody gave him. Like, how can nobody say to him like, "You can't quit"? <laughs> like, this is not a, like part of the like part of the de- part of the contract you sign with with the Lord is that you know. Well, when a- you leave, apparently you'll in the, know. In the court of public opinion, he was allowed to quit Nazism, so why can't he quit that? <laughs> I, but but I, we already sized the hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that he quit, though. The new Pope's a lot better, so worked out. Right. Comparatively, yeah. yeah. He's a, he's I feel a, like he's that's, a great that's he's a, a humanist. Decision. Yeah. That he's had like, to have people, been a business. People are leaving the church. Well, yeah, that's bad for business. Uh, I kind of like gays. Uh, <laughs> evolution is true, right, guys? Guys, get him from South America. He's yeah. a really good. He like he still has to adhere to some of the you know indoctrination of of that. Right. But like, yeah, I mean, oh, he's he, great. He's help uh, comparative war and stuff. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah that's that, very people. Admirable. People were appalled by the fact that it, like he went to to a prison to wash like the prisoners' feet. They're like. How dare you? It's like, well, that's what I love seeing now. Jesus did. Yeah, <laughs> right. But what I love now is seeing like the Republicans go crazy where they're like, well, we don't agree with him. But like, don't you agree that like he's infallible and he he makes the decisions for you? And now, like, because it doesn't fit their agenda, they're like, fuck the pope. I, I am. of. You really do want to get into religion. We were I joking. Don't, I don't want to. I don't want to get into it. But like, it's been a rough week. It's, so it, I like these are the things that like. So let's take it out on that fucking pope. It's all hard. For the other one, the other one, the rats and whatever his name was. That Ratzinger. One. Ra- yeah, he, he was, was on Cheers, I think. Right. He even yes. sounds evil. He was I mean, Norm's what a, buddy. What kind of name is that? Really, like Ratzinger. German. I am a veteran yeah, of exactly. the war on Christmas. Evil. You are a veteran of yeah, the war I on Christmas. That war for four years. And it fucks you up, man. You go to Walmart and like happy holidays, and I'm like, oh man. You get like flashbacks. It's I weird. just had this conversation today about the whole happy holidays versus Merry Christmas thing and how many holidays happen to fall right around the winter solstice. You know why? Who gives a Because the shit. Christians decided they wanted theirs to fall there too. So it's their fault. And it's good for shopping. But why can't we celebrate all the holidays right. I don't, and I don't get know all why. the holidays it's, off? You know what? I'm an atheist and I'll tell you what. I say Merry Christmas and I say Happy Holidays. I do too. Yeah, you know, I never saw anything happen to either one of you. Yeah, (laughs) you said it. You know what I did? You know what I did Friday? I ate meat. Oh shit! (laughs) I'm just letting you know. I usually would go like uh, on those days. I would get like an Italian hoagie so I can get all the meat, like the most meat I could possibly. (laughs) No, no, no. You forgot the capicola. Put that on there now. Mystery meats as well. Yeah, that's what weird. It's a weird concept to be like, like there's Hitler's in hell and Stalin's in hell and like Stan's in hell because he ate pepperoni on that slice of pizza. On <laughs> <laughs> like that's a weird. What, what? It doesn't make sense. Like doesn't a, make sense. There's a Jewish guy in hell because he had pork. <laughs> Do you want to get to the last word? Sure. Because yeah. sure. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to go down on the religion route. <laughs>
<laughs> More it's than we already decision. have at this point. Yeah, I opened up the can of tuna and you then did. it is. I want to throw it back down the garbage disposal. Let's not okay. get a flesh eating. Do you guys want to talk about that video again? No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, the but last you do th- have a new, but you do have a new catchphrase. <laughs> to the wrist. <laughs> Sorry, that was horrible. All right. For the last word, uh, I'll read a couple of uh, comments that we got on the show from over the weekend, and then one other thing that I think is just interesting that uh, every every time we post about it, it, it gets an interesting reaction. Uh, so, uh, Mary says, uh, great night, had a blast. For the Friday uh, show at the Woodlands, right? For the Friday okay. show at the Woodlands. Uh, this guy, Thomas, uh, says, hands down, amazing performance. Uh, the, the, we, we posted a picture of, uh, of Dan, who was our, uh, MC, Dan Hoppel. And, How did and, he do? Uh, as MC? Oh, he was amazing. He was, was he? so funny. Good. He was great. I and, love him. And this guy, Joe, says uh, the guy was funny as fuck, and fuck was in all caps, so he must have been real fucking funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Jace, uh, Jason says, I- I'm glad it was a success. We had uh, you know, posted an, uh, a picture of the full room, and uh, which these are all paying guests, by the way. Like People actually paid to see these performers. Which oh, my I think God. They really gave you great. money and said thank you? I know. It's right. amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I, I know these the, a lot of local venues don't like get that. It's like a bathhouse. They don't understand that concept about like paying artists, and, and, and but it, it, can, okay. it can be done. Um, and then uh, one woman said, with, uh, with John Walton performing, how could it not be a success? He's hilarious. Uh, I'm sure the rest were great, too. Uh, couldn't make it, but I've seen uh, John's routines before. And John Walton, in particular, did kill it. Like, he, he was hysterical. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Mark says, uh, congrats. This is me. Uh, no, not you. Some other guy named, named Mark. Uh, you deserve the success. Uh, you certainly worked hard enough. So we appreciate all the the, the feedback that we got there, and uh, and thank everybody for coming. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I opened myself up for that. Oh then, no! Me- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> No, now I'm just doing it on purpose. Oh, God, stop talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Good stuff, <Okay>. cheap. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, uh- uh, ben, uh, ben from uh, Breaking Ben is doing some shows this weekend or uh, next weekend uh, during Parade Day. He's doing one on Saturday. Uh, so that I guess that uh, and it's it's at the Hilton right right up the street from you guys. So uh, and then uh, the Woodlands on is he Saturday. playing solo or is he playing? He's playing solo. Okay. He's doing an acoustic show. Cool. So he's doing their Friday uh, or their Saturday uh, Woodlands Sunday and Friday. I think he's he's actually in Philly. Um, so he's doing three, you know, uh, two local and, and one semi-local uh, show. And every time we post about Breaking Benjamin, I always think it's really funny, like the the complete opposite end reactions we get. Either we get, oh, fuck, I can't wait to see them again. They're so great, blah, blah, blah. Or like, fuck those guys. Fucking, oh, they're terrible and blah, blah, blah. And like just freaking out. And it's so funny. Like, I like how, I like how, uh, um, negative comments on your site you read like a script yeah and like your character is always like the incensed one right i just not it's just like it's it's never like ah fuck those guys no it's always like fuck those guys well i just i just think it's fun i love you rich i'm just saying am i allowed to tell you why you're allowed to tell me whatever you want sir sir 
You I, say I, whatever you a wish. lot of it has to do with the lineup change. I know no, that rubbed a lot no. of people the wrong way. But I feel like, I feel like in America in general, there's this like weird <laughs> attitude. Of, yeah. Like we root for the underdog just till they get good enough so we can be like, fuck them. You fuck <laughs> like Tiger Woods, like Breaking Ben yep. came out of the Wilkes-Barre area and made against a success. all odds. Yeah. Made a success out of themselves. And now yeah. people hate them all. Like I. Yeah. It was like it's like uh, Tom Brady when Tom Brady first went in and like Bledsoe got hurt and like this guy's sixth round pick he's got no chance now was like fuck him married to Giselle five Super Bowls <laughs> fuck that motherfucker <laughs> I bet he doesn't shop at Ollie's <laughs> I bet he does that's what we do we love to we love to you know root for the underdog and then as soon yeah. as they get success we're just like because it makes us feel superior as soon as they become the overcat. Yep. Well, you know, uh, I don't even know what that means, but it makes I sense. I like that. Overcat. Overcat. And yeah. when, when, unless we're doing like a, a, a strict review or anything like that, if we're doing just a post about, okay, I mean, you're the band just is like, playing hey, he's playing there. Yeah, that's it. We're not trying to say, oh, they're good or they're bad or whatever. It's, I think the opening line that I, I, I put in this post, which was just a quick list of where they're playing and when everything, I said something effective. Uh, you know that uh, they're they, they, since they've come back, uh, they've made sure to kind of take care of their local fans because uh, they played a bunch of local shows and then went out. You know, like their first couple shows back were in the area, then they went out, and then they did one in Stroudsburg while they were on tour doing other shows and stuff. So they made sure you know that their local fans who have been waiting a long time for them to come back off of hiatus that they're there. And so of course the first guy immediately says, "Yeah, baby, taking care of those fans." And then what another. What does that mean? I just, I just, I'm just going to yell something you said in the article. Right. Yeah. So I'm just going to write. Every then, everybody on the on the on the message board has now turned into Steve Carell from Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> no noises. And then one guy says ha ha, and then another guy says ba ha 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 ha. And then his space ha 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 ha. So he really thought that was funny. He needed a tight breath. Yes, yes. And then and then right in the middle of that someone go, uh, goes, "Oh my god, I want to go." So it's like you can't you can't predict and then another person sarcastically, I'm sure, says, "Who?" Like, "Oh yeah, I don't know who they are, like losers." And then another guy right after him, "Yes," with lots of S's, super excited, obviously wants to go. And every single time, every single time we post about them. Is so. it is it when it's is it is it more when you post about people who have had success out of the area. See, like that's the interesting dichotomy yes. of the whole thing of like what you try to do. Mm -hmm. So like you 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 try to give a, a um a shine a little bit of a spotlight on people who don't who don't not who don't get who, any press who deserve or, it, yeah right exactly like, right on people who like deserve to get some of it and then somebody who already has like the spotlight on them from local you're just like you know, you're not like you're not fawning over them. You're mm, not, right. you know, you know, kissing their ass or anything. They're just like, hey, you know, whatever, which is, you know, the purpose, like the thing that scares me. And this is or maybe not with you guys. You guys would probably find it funny as hell <laughs> is that like, you know, in a in this weird, strange universe that we live in, if, if any PA scene did like this thing about you and then somebody in like New York saw it and they're like, oh, my God, we got to get these guys. And then you like have like all this amazing success and he posts something where it's like, hey, oh, my God, like good for these guys are like, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know Pretty what I mean. Much. It's gonna go like. Is that where it's gonna go? If like, they don't I don't do it know. within a twelve mile radius. I am uninterested. 
<laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny too because uh, a lot of these guys, like at least uh, you know, e- even though I think for a number of years uh, they would play to you know packed clubs and empty clubs, like they, you know, it was it was either way. I saw Breaking Ben when Breaking Ben first started, and if there was seven people in there, there was zero. Right, but then the, when they get success out of the area, then it validates them. And we've talked about this a bunch of times on the podcast. Like yeah. I, I, th- I th- like uh, you know, like the Menzingers is a great example where you know I went to a lot of their shows and there wasn't that many people there right, and now it, they every time they come back they sell out or, uh, yeah but the other, there's 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 two types of people that in in my purview that i've seen this in is is like a band like the menzingers or whatever like they leave when they come back um you know the most common thing is is absolutely i'm going yeah and the other one is who yeah yeah that's true you know what I mean? So it's not like, you know, like I like I I've had conversations with people. I'm like, you don't even know like the bands that have made it out of here and are doing shit. Right. Well, it's, you know, and they're a great example of it where they're out like they're oh, they just went on a Yeah, they're on tour. a major label. Ooh. They've toured the world how many times now at yep. this point? And, and they're still, from West Side. Yep. Average person is like, who? What do they do? You know, like it's it's amazing to me. But breaking Ben because they were on a U.S. Army commercial. <laughs> and, it's uh, like all the hate Bill O'Reilly gets. And he started here. I don't right? understand all the hatred. He's such a level headed gentleman. He makes such sense. Such sense. Yeah. God, and I, he is, I was watching that show yesterday with my guns, and we <laughs> all loved it, all of us. And he has such a right to criticize other journalists for being such an upstanding journalist himself. Right? How about that shit? Like, how is he not like? Where's the outrage? Where like? Where's the moral outrage at what that guy did? Like, what did Brian Williams say? He's like, hey, I was in a helicopter that got shot at. What? Bill O'Reilly actually reported that people were getting massacred. You're, you're talking about people who, you know, his audience already have a fixed opinion about everything. Yeah. But so the they other- listen and they just want it validated. So they're never going. There's at no point where they could expose that Bill Perception O'Reilly virus. has, you know, uh, uh, bodies in the basement and but he's been murdering children for years. They and they didn't. go, no, I'm just not going to believe that. I don't I don't understand it because all the other every other news outlet went after Brian Williams. Yeah, but Why aren't they going after Bill when O'Reilly? When you're as handsome yeah. as Bill O'Reilly, you could get away with pretty much anything. That's true. So, I mean, you know. I mean, if I was in San Francisco and, and he charming was Charming, too. <laughs> do you ever, uh, did someone ever say something or do something in your life where every time you see that person afterwards, it's all you think about is that one time? <laughs> like, every time I see Bill O'Reilly, all I can picture him doing is going, fuck it! Fuck it! Do it live! Do it live! <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I can picture him doing in my head. Like... Like he I right, just, rightfully so. Like he was gonna rape an intern with a loofah at one point. Remember that whole thing? Yeah, I remember. No, that. I don't remember fa- that. Oh no. yeah, he left her messages, and he kept calling it like a waffle, or he called it something or a falafel. Falafel. Like, I'm gonna yeah. put this falafel up, and she's like, "What the?" He meant a loofah. <laughs> That's how. So he smart offended he the is. intern and the Jews all, of, <laughs> all at once. I just don't understand how like this guy doesn't like. I I, I don't get it. That's that's the thing that boggles my mind. Like, have, have we become? Because he's in news entertainment. Yeah, I, not I mean, is that the difference? Is that we look at some somebody like Brian Williams and NBC as kind of like more? Well, you he know, was a, doing a, the nightly news, yeah. right? Where it's just like just commentating on the news, just saying this happened here and this happened here. Whereas Bill O'Reilly is like opinion based, and yeah, I think you kind of expect him to say crazy shit. Right. So when he says crazy shit, it's just like, oh well, right. you know. <laughs> but like Brian Williams, you kind of, you, you, I mean, so, someone like 
like he's doing the nightly news, you expect him to be more objective, I think. And I think that's that's probably why. I mean, he was, but he was just trying to put. It was like the same thing. Remember when Dan Rather got like just fucking booted from CBS? Right. He reported on a story about that the and and if I'm remembering this correctly, is that the document that he produced was false. Mm-hmm. The information was true. But yeah. the information about it being true didn't come out for like three more weeks after the whole country was like, fuck, damn. You know, even though he's been reporting in war zones for 40 years and never once has given anyone an option like to be like, hey, I'm lying. But these guys like it's scary that we've come to a point now where like news isn't news. It's just like it's this bullshit. It's what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. No, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> I feel like Brian Williams is like, like, you know, the NFL and Bill O'Reilly's like the WWE. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, that could like, that could I, be a great it's reason. Sensationalized sports entertainment as opposed Who, to. Who's like the XFL legitimate. in that in that analogy? <laughs> Sean Hannity. Okay. <laughs> Megan Kelly. Wait, what was it? The XFL Canada? No, the no, XFL, XFL it was, was yeah, it was Vince McMahon's yeah. league. It was oh, like, oh my yeah. god, that was. <laughs> was yeah, I know you've tried to erase like it from seven, your memory, but I'm it, not a sports guy. But I remember that like, wow, was that was pretty brazen. Yeah, just to start your own. Yeah, they, the guys on there had their names on their jerseys. They could put whatever they wanted. The one guy was he hate me. Yeah. That was his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like a big, he was like one of the stars. I think of the, of the league. He was good. The stars of the league, but not of the Grammar Bowl. <laughs> 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 Which ironically is what they played for the championship, <laughs> the Graham. Uh, but yeah, they tweaked the rules a little bit too. Something like if you punted, you, yeah. had, you had to recover it. Like you couldn't just down it. You instead had to, of the kickoff, forget, remember instead of the kickoff, they just had the guys run yeah. to the fifty to get the ball, <laughs> yeah. like 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 grade school dodgeball. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nothing could happen with seven three hundred pound men yeah. rushing at one single ball on a. Oh my oh. god. What a, uh, All them running, going. I wish I studied more. <laughs> I wish I studied more. I wish I made more than two hundred dollars a game. Is that solve. what he paid him? It was something. They they could only make so much. There was like a limit. It was almost like arena football. When arena football was here, arena two. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars is what they got a game, and if they won, they'd get fifty dollar bonus. Like everybody, the straight contracts. I think that I think that should be like the the, the NFL. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, $250, no, two hundred fifty dollars—that's a lot to play a game. The NFL, right? But also, like, a, also and there's the bands NFL. around here bitching like we didn't make two fifty. The NFL is like a ridiculously socialist system, though. Um, that's—I'm sorry. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> that all the all the different teams get a, a, the exact same amount of money across the board. That they have to spend. For marketing, for the contracts, for everything. Oh, Bill Maher did a thing on that. Did yeah, he? where he talked about how it's funny no, 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 that no, no. we're John all Oliver anti-social or we're we're all anti-communism, and we all we're we're, we're so pro-American, and yet the the big American sport promotes socialism in the way that it's built. Yeah, no, Bill Maher did a thing. Was it on Bill Maher? It. Yeah. yeah. John Oliver might have done something on it too. No, but. John Oliver did a thing on FIFA. That's what it was. I'm an idiot. But yeah, no, I've 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 read that. The it's what? interesting how they, they split the everything industry too. equally. Yeah, that yeah. was what two weeks ago. Two weeks ago with the uh, Jeff the uh, diseased lung. Yeah, I didn't see. I saw oh. that one. I'm a smoker, so I kind of like try to avoid. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy who's like, don't tell me how the cheeseburger is made. 
but then like I have to watch the it. Spare steaks, man. <laughs> I won't. Uh, yeah. My my love for John Oliver superseded my love for smoking, so I watched that while smoking. Mark, did you know that when you autopsy the lungs of a smoker, you can smell the cigarettes? God, I hope so. Otherwise, I've been doing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> I, that's the only and way the, I knew how to come back to that and one. You, the and NFL do you know, and do you know that cigarettes are delicious? <laughs> <laughs> the NFL is not purely socialist, by the way. Not purely? Not purely no. Well, first of all, there's a union involved, which... Oh. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, they've, they've done really good do things. I wish I was in the players' union. That players' union is unbelievably strong. You can literally get away with almost anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Almost the only one. Who's the guy on? Who's the guy on trial now for murder? Well, which one? But the, no, the guy. Oh, Aaron the guy, Hernandez. Narrow it down. Wasn't that the guy who like took him back like an industrial park and then? Yeah, I, did he, he did, is, did he murder two people? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so the only reason allegedly, he's on allegedly. the only reason he's on trial right now is because they. <laughs> Because they saw him drive in with the victim, and then they saw him drive out without the victim. If there, wa- I don't think there was. If there was a, a camera, right, that he'd be in deep I shit. Would, I would love to know what goes through your head as like a, you're like you're a multi million dollar, yeah, a multi million dollar contract. I have my life ahead of me. I have probably any woman I want. It's probably a lot of steroids. <laughs> <laughs> they don't go in your head, John. They go in your your butt. In your nether oh, region, sorry. but that's a, that, isn't that one of those things where it's like you know, holy shit, it's you're making it's millions weird. of dollars and you're like, I'm gonna go, yeah, w- whack a guy in a. I just think shut people- up. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like uh, I, I don't know. I think it's weird. It's like a weird mentality of like you can't shake certain things from your youth. I think. Murder? <laughs> well, gang, gang affiliations. I think it's hard for guys to get rid. I think the moment Unless you're, you're making- Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, but I think th- right. I think that I think the moment you're making millions of dollars to catch a bunch of pig leather, you can you can say goodbye I, to the gang life. I would. Yeah. Right. I mean, I t- I, I, I don't more even stable. make that much, well, and Jay- I told my gang goodbye. Jay Z still ain't slinging crack on the corners. You know what I mean? That you know of. Well, he probably has people doing well, it for Mark him. Well, Mark Wahlberg's case, you open a, you open a uh, chain of semi-successful burger restaurants. Oh, right. Yes. And that, that just makes everything better. The clerk that he assaulted actually forgave him that's recently. What, that's what, How do you think the five guys got oh, that totally money? makes it okay, then. He didn't know Same who he was. Mark Wahlberg did. Yeah. On the, on the, on the backs of unfortunate people. The you know, funny thing happened. is, one, I think one of the five guys, if I'm not mistaken, was a football player. I Seriously? Was, yeah, I think he was the kicker for the Redskins, uh, Mark Mosley. I think is one of the five guys. God, you know. <laughs> no, he kicked the ball with his toes, not with the soccer style. So he was a football player. <laughs> if you kick the ball with your toes and it's negative temperatures, you're a football player, in my est- in my estimation. Yeah, there's not a lot of football, not, not a lot not of soccer lot of in Canada. Oh no, <laughs> no. South no. America, sure. Canada, not so much. No. Canadians like weird sports like curling and lacrosse. Dude, every four years, I hate the Olympics. Like I, I don't, I don't fucking care. But I'll watch curling for hours. It's, it's like everybody's got a shake weight. It's like four hours of. That's J-O-I. what it looked, dude. Doesn't watch, watch when that person just like gingerly just lets that go, 
And those two guys just <laughs> desperately with the fucking mops or whatever they're using. It's amazing. I know a good way to practice for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. From two hours ago, I learned. But watch that. Put it on mute. Do your own commentary. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I think most of the commentary, back. I don't know what the hell is going on here, but. There's your next improv skit right there. <laughs> so curling. Is curling somehow better than shuffleboard? Absolutely. Somehow, yeah, I Eight. would watch shuffleboard. I watch weird sports. I would watch Remember that when too. ESPN was all weird sports? Am I just old? Yeah, but then when they had like ping pong on, right? And like, and now they're up to the ocho. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they're and, but you can't get the channels. Uh, it's it's awful because you didn't pay for the package. Comcast, oh. fucking Obama. You gotta get the log splitting. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do a log. I would watch that. You know, like those big Scottish guys who are like, I'm gonna throw this tree. They throw the log. Oh, yeah, I would totally. Wa- I would watch that they just to be like, this is crazy. Are the guys, they also stand on the logs that are floating in the ponds. That's amazing. Yeah, it's probably kind of an incredible. That's more. That's more incredible to me than somebody who can, you know hit a baseball it's like holy shit this guy can stand on logs in a river <laughs> it's amazing to me because i want to know what the guy does his other 360 days of the year yeah he's, he's not doing the five day look whatever what training today, very <laughs> what'd you say yeah, tra- training <laughs> right well it was raining out i couldn't stand on the logs in the river there's a drought <laughs> you know he's Fox got an artificial up. river in his mansion <laughs> yeah yeah, his his lumberjack games money bought the mansion. Those, but yeah, but that shit's. A, I'd watch ping pong. That's ping awesome. pong is crazy. I, I can't believe that even. I love to play it because the, I can. They get the ball up to like hundred uh, over a hundred miles an hour. Going ping pong's crazy. Like the people are real good at it. The balls are flying back and forth. Right. Crazy. What What do you do in football? Ugh. <laughs> you just bumped just into make a that guy. noise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just get up under the collar and just get them right down to the pads. You just... I played football for like 10 years you know, until I realized it was stupid. The collision between the offensive line and the defensive line on every play produces enough force to lift a ton block of concrete one inch off the floor every time. Really? Yeah. But that's the extent of it. That's But that's crazy. But that took like 10 guys to lift we should Nine. one block these guys to be lifting these blocks. That's what I'm saying. Instead of beating each other. That should be their coin toss. Take this one ton block. Whoever can lift it the highest gets to choose kick I or receive. I pick things up, I put them down. I pick things up, I put them down. Thank Everybody's you. like the mountain from Game of Thrones. Thank you so much. Thank you. For coming this week and joining us on our podcast. Okay, just one more time recap. Uh, the 14th. March, no, 11th. The 11th? March 11th at Posh, 5 to 7. 14th March is Parade 14th, Day. March 14th, Parade Day at 8 p.m. at the AFA Gallery. And March 28th at the Old Brick, also at 8 p.m. Uh, if you need any details, here we are in Spain at Outlook.com. We have a Facebook, here we are in Spain. Um, yeah, you could come to the show and we'll give you a business card for free. <laughs> wow. If you want. <laughs> And, I like how you two in the back look at each other like we have fucking business cards. Yeah, <laughs> I never got one. <laughs> Holy shit! And we're and we're available for children's birthday parties. Yeah, we're, we're available for for everything. Uh, well, I want to see what Southside Bull just ruining like just <laughs> six year olds crying. <laughs> What's a period? It's the end of a sentence. Go home. You'll find out in about five years. <laughs> it's what you cost me nine months of. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. All right. We well, good? Yeah. 
Yeah, we're good. So uh, uh, thank you very much. Oh, and uh, thank you to uh, Keith Perks and, and uh, Ted Michalowski for uh, designing our T-shirts, which uh, I'm we'll wearing We'll post a one. photo, yeah. And uh, Lauren has hers. Uh, we just got those made. Uh, Futuristic Innovative Graphics and Wilkes-Barre printed these. Uh, Keith Perks uh, designed uh, the, the layout. And uh, Ted Michalowski, who we had on one of our previous podcasts, uh, drew the art that you see on there. So thank you to those guys for, uh, for putting those together. Uh, we're going to have those for sale at uh, different events that we have coming up, including the event that we're almost ready to announce on Tuesdays. Uh, they're 10 bucks we'll and get there. the money obviously will go to, uh, support the site and keep everything going. Uh, so thank you very much to, uh, here we are in Spain for, uh, entertaining us and, uh, uh, I, I think we should, we really just need a list of all the facts that came out of this great, like all the trivia that came out of this podcast. I don't know if podcast. any of it was true. It doesn't matter. It's the internet. You can just post whatever you want. That's the beauty of it. So uh, thanks, guys. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you again next week. Thank you so much. See you guys. See you guys.